0: Oh well, well, can I user. explain
1: how Paris Hilton learned about this film now cuz I forgot to tell you at yeah, the beginning go for it. Yeah. Okay, so Paris Hilton had a DUI in 2007 and was in jail and her I'm uh, familiar. her um manager or whatever um smuggled her the script and so she was like reading it while she was in jail and actually spent the time learning the lines and like actually like doing in depth like um, character like thought and whatever. Wow. And um when she got out she actually fought she had to fight to get an audition for it and like she nailed the audition so fucking perfectly no one could possibly they basically were like no one else could possibly play this role she nailed it that hard Good for well, Halton, I support yeah. her so and I'm still like tragic over the fact that like um basically she identified with the character so much because she said that both her and the character both had dads that ne- she knew would never truly love them
2: yeah that's Pretty Look sad. at
3: Paris now, though. And the
4: horror movie we watched today was The Bling Ring.
3: Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you?
4: Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I
3: won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Oh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine to drink.
1: Just a sip might improve your humor.
0: Aren't you drinking?
4: I never drink
0: no i've had a couple come
2: on i'm not drunk and an excellent vintage at this too but if you're
3: implying that i'm
2: tipsy sir and <laughs> this is tipsy terror is, is the she in the blingering
3: i mean i know that the ring stuff but like she didn't make a cameo did she no i don't think so i don't Be think so she did what and yeah. the movie we watched today was the
4: simple life <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh boy did we wait, did you do the full intro? No, uh, you just said no, it was a I secret. mean
2: this welcome to Tipsy's hair.
3: Yes, and that was
4: the witty banter we cut in before the start of every episode.
2: <laughs> this is a podcast about horror movies and drinking if you want to. And today we have a special guest. Can
4: I introduce them? Yes. Okay. We have a very distinguished guest today. Um their name is Lauren Jones. Um we work together at our job, which will not be specified unspecified job unspecified job it's
1: weird that i'm technically your subsidiary boss so this is like slightly unprofessional but i don't fucking care (laughs) yeah this is where
4: we draw the line of professionalism folks (laughs) as
1: long as it doesn't get back to our boss it's fine
4: like
3: our boss wouldn't
1: be. Like, oh, she probably wouldn't really care. She's, I've seen her drunk, so it's fine. I don't
3: really fear this podcast getting around. So.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah. I've been recommending it to multiple of my friends.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, thank I you. It's
1: a good podcast. Stop deprecating you. yourself. Thank
3: you.
4: Something I need you to know is that like everybody I you know listens to this on accident because I tell them that I do a podcast and they're like, really? And then I get really embarrassed about it. So I know at least someone who's about... Um, no, my partner's one best friend
1: actually is watching this because of me and is really enjoying wow. it oh my nice. <laughs> i told her to start with jennifer's body
3: that's a good start yeah. when it comes when this pod when it comes to my chance <laughs> to I started. say i have a podcast at work i typically just change it to oh yeah because i'll be like oh i'm recording tonight and they will be like i'm re- i'm watching a movie tonight <laughs> like i don't <laughs> i don't like <laughs> telling people at work.
4: <laughs> but i'm afraid they'll think i'm a nerd <laughs> Yes, our distinguished guest is Lauren, and the movie we're watching is Repo: The Genetic Opera. Yes, and there's an
1: exclamation point.
4: Yes, yeah. sorry, I didn't say it. <laughs> Repo: The Genetic Opera. Very Panic at
1: the Disco. God, yeah. fuck!
4: This movie is very Panic at the Disco. <laughs> um, Ugh. so just kind of going to some context about where I got my start of this movie. Um, I'm Molly, by the way. Do we introduce <laughs> ourselves? And I'm Sam. I'm uh, Lauren. Yes. Yes. Welcome welcome. Um Lauren and I work together and we were at that like co-worker stage where we like didn't still we feeling each about, other out oh exactly <laughs> and um it was very much like oh are you watching anything good like what do you like to listen to and- i
1: gave you like four pages worth of recommendations yes. for shit
4: not kidding <laughs> Wow. including a
1: full page of just podcast yes <laughs>
4: and this was one of them and i was like okay i've heard about i had another co-worker at my previous job recommend this to me and i was like oh i've heard about that i'll have to check it out and it was like the couple weeks before i'd watch it you were like hey you watch repo hey you watch repo <laughs> and they're like they were like i know you're gonna like it I know you're gonna like it and I watched it and I fucking loved it
1: can I also preface this was my comfort movie freshman year of college I've like (laughs) definitely watched this at least 30 times that might be only slightly an exaggeration but it's very close if not it actually
4: is (laughs) so I was so excited to finally watch it so we could talk about it and it was just it was awesome I really loved it
1: genuinely someone I can finally fangirl with this about it makes my my heart sing
4: (laughs) so what are your histories with this movie We've
3: seen it once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait. Can, this. I, can I address our
4: listeners real quick? Yeah. There's going to be a very distinct divide in this podcast. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if you can tell by the tone
1: of the voices. <laughs> <are talking>. There <laughs> will definitely be hands thrown tonight. Well, I,
4: I'm glad
2: that there are people that are excited about this <laughs> on the podcast.
3: Um, <laughs> I'm taking but, yeah. this
1: personally. <laughs> no, I mean,
2: no, I. it's good for the show.
0: <laughs> Fair
3: enough. <laughs> we would have watched it. We were at the last, not our last apartment, but the apartment before that. So, at least two years ago. Yeah. About two years ago, we watched it.
2: I expected to like it. um, Everything about it sounded right. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And it just, we both at the end of it were like, you did not like that, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, we just both agreed, didn't like it. Similar reasons, different reasons. I'm much more passionately against it than he is. Yeah but yeah we didn't like it molly brought up wanting to watch it i immediately said no and then molly was like okay but i have a friend and then i was like all right fine we'll do it yeah. i
4: really had to fight for this you not did gonna lie. I,
3: wasn't my
1: commentary
3: grade yes, yes. Yeah.
4: I mean, it's
3: fun to be around people who enjoy it and like obviously you have like a lot of love and deep history with it that's awesome i love that for you yeah. <laughs> I
0: love not that for, for, for you. <laughs> okay, just personal
1: I, growth and
3: journey. <laughs> <laughs> just not for me, and that's okay. That's fine. It's fine.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think well, I mean, we'll get into it. We'll talk about the movie after the Letterbox segment. But I think um <gasps> just My main takeaway is that I think I would like this movie if it was not a musical. It's, Ooh. Okay, yeah, so but, you
1: should just watch Repo Men then?
2: I I mean I don't think I would like that movie. No, it's
1: definitely worse. Yeah, I haven't even watched it, but I can already tell it's worse.
2: But um, yeah, let's let's start with the letterbox segment, and then we'll get into the movie. <laughs>
4: All right, so here on Tipsy Terror, we have a um section where I Molly pick out letterbox reviews, and our distinguished um hosts and guests have to guess how many stars that letterbox review has. Yeah. So starting off strong. Yes, okay, the rumors are true. I am dating all of the Largo siblings.
2: <laughs> Five stars.
3: One star. Uh, four. Five stars.
4: Good nice. job, Harish. Um <laughs> I there's this movie had great reviews by the way. I did pick out a lot. Every song in this movie is from a different movie
1: not gonna argue two and a <laughs> half true. stars one star three stars are you
4: kidding me Harish is two and a half you're two for wow. two
1: wow as the one who
4: doesn't actually like this film I'm like again personally offended <laughs> all of you wish you had my level of brain rot
2: <laughs> Four and a half.
4: One star
0: fuck
1: <laughs> off <laughs> two five stars they oh, loved wow. it to um, be fair, I'm new to Letterboxd, so uh, That's
3: fair. I started a
1: Letterbox because of this
3: podcast.
2: It's God. mostly just jokes, honestly. <laughs> yeah, fair
3: enough. People on yeah. Letterboxd get mad at people who make jokes clearly don't know what Letterboxd
1: is for. Oh, clearly. It's either people that take themselves too seriously or not at all.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: exactly.
4: We are both. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. I love garbage. One star.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Three and a half.
4: Four and a half.
1: Three
2: and a half. what god damn, damn it, it. <laughs> did you look these up this no, is
0: awesome. you piece not. of shit <laughs> I mean that also love.
2: if I did look them up I would not be able to remember exactly what game was <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what score
4: okay this was a formative movie for me and probably why I am both goth and gay anyway Anthony Head is so hot I might need to reconsider that last part
3: one star <laughs> who's anthony which one's anthony head is he the the... one who
1: played nathan oh the dad okay
3: okay okay that's what Um, i thought it was but
1: i was just making three and a half my brain is going blank so i can't
4: decide no sweat just think of a number between one and five (laughs) uh two it is five stars they loved it
1: to be fair minus the anthony head bit that could have been written by me
4: I think a full minute of this movie would kill my grandma. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: um,
2: ooh, that could go either way.
3: <laughs> one star, three and a half. <laughs> half a star, one and a half, but with a heart. Ooh, so I'm wow.
2: confused. It's wow,
3: okay. it's that's you can like the movie and know
2: sense it's bad for a person. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Alright. Pavi Largo, if you read this, I'm free on Thursday night and would like to hang out. Please respond to this and then hang out with me on Thursday night when I'm free.
3: You write that one, Molly? No, I didn't. <laughs> is yours in here?
1: Yes it is. Oh, I'll know which one it is. Okay.
4: Five stars. One star. Three. Five stars? <laughs> um, I want Goth Paris Tilton to spit on me. It's a mood. <laughs> yeah. One
2: star. Um, is she goth? Four. Well I'd say more pop punk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's more
0: accurate.
1: Although the like her outfit in Zydrate is very goth. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's what and I was hot. thinking of. Yes. Exactly. I do think she actually owned that outfit for the record.
4: God, so hot. Do you um, have a number? Oh. Um <laughs> four and a half. It is four. What?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Again. When it comes what?
1: to kinky shit, I know my shit. Oh my
4: god. Oh my god. Get out of here. So weird. Um, I got one. The bones are their money. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen I Think You Should Leave? No, I haven't. But I, to again,
1: it is on my list. It's very
4: yeah. good. That's from a sketch. One
1: star.
2: Three three stars.
1: Two and a half. Sam, you're
4: finally right. <laughs> one star. <laughs>
1: Right. Um, <laughs> I don't think I've gotten a single one
4: right. It's, it's okay, it's we, usually yeah. we usually don't. We usually don't. This it. is absolutely an outlier. I, when
1: I hear yours, I know I'll get it right. Yes,
4: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I don't think I was ever emo enough to appreciate this movie. <laughs> one star.
2: Um, two stars.
4: Two and a half. One star. God damn it, Sam! I hate that you're right. Um, <laughs> my favorite part is when Joan Jett appears to shred on the guitar for one song and then disappears the rest of the movie. <laughs>
2: Agree. Two stars. stars. One
1: and a half.
4: Four stars. They love it. Oh, wow. Um here's how Repo the genetic opera can still win the Oscar. (laughs) (laughs) There's no elaboration. Five stars. (laughs)
3: One star. Two and a
4: half. Five stars with a heart. They love that movie.
1: Good. (laughs) It's a good movie.
4: Um Yeah, I hated this, but Zydrate Anatomy was an absolute BOP, and I will be adding it to my
3: playlist. True facts.
2: Um, one and a
1: half.
3: We know what I'm gonna say. (laughs) One star. I'm
1: still gonna fight you on this.
3: Nope. Please do. Two and a half. One and a half. Close. Wow.
1: (laughs) When I don't know, I just say two and a half.
4: Um, I cannot believe I didn't watch this when I was (laughs) twelve.
2: <laughs> Five stars.
4: One. Four. Four! Yay! Finally yes. <laughs> I win. Oh man, Giles went off the deep end after Buffy ended.
1: What did I just say? That's why they asked him to like audition for this. <laughs> they saw the musical number episode and literally asked him to audition for this film.
4: That fucking rules. One star.
2: Four stars.
1: Three and a half.
4: God damn it, Harisha. It's four <laughs> stars. <laughs> um, Paris Hilton voice. Grave robber. <laughs> Grave robber.
2: Five stars.
3: One star. Shut the fuck up. I was Sam. thinking about changing it, but I'll keep my bit
1: four and a half.
4: Three and a half, close. Ooh. Um could have used a song about getting sushi and not paying. <laughs> what is that a know. reference to? Something I don't know. I just
0: thought it
1: was funny. I mean, it Dr- is, but I don't get it. Me
4: neither.
0: One star.
1: Three and a half. Two and a
4: half. Two stars. Two huh. stars. Um. All right. Um. The Largos would probably kill me, but I still want to party with them. It's a mood. Mm-hmm.
1: You just got to dip out before shit gets real. Yes. <laughs> Um, Take a guess. Three and a half. Two and a half.
4: Five stars. Wow. All right. Um, forcing all your loved ones to watch this movie is a thankless job. But I somebody's actually gotta made do my it.
1: mom watch this. It was regrettable. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. <We're laughs> not as bad as watching Black Swan with my mom, though.
4: <laughs> One star.
2: Five stars.
4: Four and a half. Five stars. Fuck you, Harish. <laughs> you're oh. too good at this I yeah. love it when people try their best with a little black heart emoji
2: <laughs> oh that's stars. Quinn's review
4: one and a half <laughs> it is, it's Quinn's review yeah. it's one and a half friend of the pod Quinn Wright <laughs> oh great mm. who refuses time. to get five stars yes another one. again I told you I'm listening through the pod. backlog <laughs> god Quinn we have we found you another enemy <laughs> another person I have to fight yes because yeah. this is a video game oh yes the final boss is quinn <laughs> um let's talk about a waste of my freaking time it wasn't even horny enough to make up for it i'm oh. sorry but i don't understand why this one is a cult star favorite. this is my review this was such a cool concept and i was very very oh so badly executed this is
3: my review one star <laughs> anyone uh, else have any guesses
2: uh i was gonna say half a star <laughs>
3: I mean, clearly it's one star. It's one star. star. Sam fucking
4: Blevins' review. (laughs) Get fucked. Rude.
3: You know what's funny is I probably, I just read that review of mine. I probably would not have recognized it as my own review. (laughs) (laughs) Saying a lot about yourself there,
1: aren't you? I I watch so many movies. (laughs) I mean, fair enough, but my specialty is weird
3: documentaries. I uh, can't keep up.
4: Must a movie be well made to be good? Absolutely not. Extremely my shit, and I am foaming at the mouth to Defend this to my friends. Oh, I so know Molly, this that one. one's yours.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it is a five star, and I can bet my life
3: on it. I believe I'd say five stars. It's five stars, and it's my review. Yeah. Thank oh, yeah. you, Mom. You Molly. know how I know it's your review? Because you said foaming at the mouth. <laughs>
4: I do say that a lot. <laughs> so, <laughs> this movie gave you rabies? It did. It made me rabid. Relatable. I have been foaming at the mouth to talk Chomping about Chomping at movie. the bit. Chomping at the bit. What is it? Um shaking in my boots to defend this movie. <laughs> I'm not. I'm very prepared.
1: Shaking in your boots can also just be like adrenaline.
4: Thank you, Lauren. I'm from Texas, I know what
1: that means. Okay. It means you're scared. Is that
4: why you say gay is a slur? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, welcome to Tipsy Terror. So, yeah, great job, everyone. So, um, Harish, sorry. Like <laughs> Usually there's no winners in our eyes, but for whatever fucking reason, Harish had like, tapped into the mainframe I don't know the how home. that happened. Very admirable effort, except for Sam across the board.
3: <laughs> and putting the effort in, much like the makers of this movie. Shut the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> I will fight. Oh, Wait, there's oh. going to be a battle? Sorry.
2: Okay, so... Uh, Lauren, you have... Extensive background knowledge. To this movie, right? Yes. You mentioned earlier. Yes. <laughs> you, would you like to elaborate on... Well,
1: which parts should I share? Because there's so much there's... I could share.
2: Um. Well, I was thinking specifically of your roommate.
1: Oh, yes. My roommate actually owns one of the scalpel props from this film. They can't remember exactly which one. They do have the documentation. We just couldn't find it in time for this podcast. It's either from the song Thankless Job or... Oh God! What was the other one? Um, I remember. Is that the song name? I don't know. Uh, either way, they're both epic songs. The other <laughs> one, the one I can't remember, has like all the plastic wrap as the back, the set. Right. there so. yeah. I, I think that it guy. is. I remember. Either way, they're both fantastic songs that are underrated in the film. To be fair, Zydrate Anatomy is like the Intermission mic drop and deserves to be so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Zydrine Anatomy is coming dangerously close well it's definitely my top 100 for Spotify for the year but like as it should be it's a fucking banger
1: oh no it, I used to play like that entire soundtrack when I was in figure drawing in art school
4: that's the one you made me listen to in the basement at work and I did and I was like that was a good song <laughs>
1: no you were up in the control room with me oh, before I had to do rounds
4: oh right 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 because
1: I played you the actual like yes. music video yes.
4: um yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the two of you are just isolated from no, this conversation. No, I'm trying
3: to figure out, because there was actually a better, like, you guys keep saying an Anatomy was is the best song, but there was actually a better song, in my opinion, and for the love of me, I can't fucking remember what it is. Well,
4: Yeah. We could watch it again, so no. we can find it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, should we just start, like, do the plot from yeah, the beginning? Let's yeah, let's yeah. get it. So, okay, something good about this movie that I liked <laughs> is the comic book segments. This opens with a, just like basically like exposition but it's um in the form of a comic book
1: they were all hand drawn by terence zadunich the man who plays grave robber and also wrote most of the soundtrack and like the composition for the film
0: hmm. yeah
3: um, i'll say wow. the comics look really cool and mm-hmm. i really like seeing them animated. Um, really great effect i liked the part at towards the end where he turned into the comic that was yeah, really that cool. Was cool i will say i think this film relies on them a little too much like i think that they couldn't fund some of the scenes that they would have and it happened a little too much oh i
1: forgot to mention this film started as a staged play like musical for eight years then right. they also had to make a short film in order to get full funding from Lionsgate in order to make the full film
2: i did read that yeah. and also it wasn't the budget like eight. A- million dollars or something
1: i don't think it was that big
2: i yeah, uh, yeah. that, sounds I, that I, sounds I read that right. it was like eight million sounds like a lot
3: of money but it's not I, I mean fair i
2: read that it was like eight million but also they spent a lot hiring um paris hilton but i don't know if that's true because like you she just really said that she to. wanted to be in it i also read on on imdb that uh were like fifty thousand dollars over budget and paris hilton like like took a gig, took like a speaking gig or something um, to make that money. You know, she has
1: a DJ career now.
2: Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, she's actually pretty good. Yeah, wow.
3: she's on TikTok
2: huh. doing that
1: shit. Cool. Like that. It's uh, featured in her documentary. Paris Hilton has a YouTube documentary. It's fantastic. It's called This is Paris. It's also very tragic.
3: Huh. I like Paris Hilton.
1: She is yeah. so underrated and the society has done her wrong. I know who's good than yeah. the
3: Jared well the As do I? Um Are you going no. to No, we'll get into this okay. later.
2: Um Yeah, so it opens with the grave robber doing a monologue, is that right? Yeah, I did not take notes for this cuz I figured that you you yes, all knew yeah. it.
4: He, so, um well, actually it opens over a large um sweeping wide shot over the city where you see um Mass grave. Yes, mass grave. Mass grave. Yeah, yeah. Um, Lauren pointed this out to me. Bodies strewn across everywhere. Um, it's literally a
1: city built on top of nothing
4: but graveyards.
1: Mm -hmm. Well,
4: because um,
1: organ failure epidemic ruined the world. Yeah. Oh wait, we didn't even talk about what happens in the exposition.
2: Yeah, it's it's (laughs) in the year 2056. Yes. Yes. And
1: an organ failure epidemic ruins the world and a company called Geneco comes and allows for you to have organ replacements and you can finance them. But if you don't pay off your debt, a repo man comes and repossesses your organs. Yeah.
4: And this is all due to a man named Roti Largo, and he is the founder of Geneco. And initially he's hailed as a hero. But what people don't realize is that he will come to collect your organs if you can't keep up on your payments. Right. It's all about class struggle because for mm-hmm. the rich,
1: it's all about like social status and you just have plastic surgery for funsies.
4: Yes, but if you're poor and you actually need the organ
0: yeah Um,
1: this will tie into like my what would you do
4: god i love this um i keep
1: just mic dropping like little bits of what i'm gonna say i'm so excited
4: i've been i've been holding back
1: i've been literally holding back this because i know it's going to be better as a surprise
2: (laughs) (laughs) the um it's also like like very cg you know like the city and stuff and i i really like all of that aspect i really like the set design and like all of the, yeah, CG stuff. Visually, um, this movie is excellent. Yeah, well. and you get, like, zooming into the... <laughs>
4: it really would be excellent if they didn't choices. put that weird fog over yeah, all of
3: it.
2: There are some weird choices, but...
0: We'll get it.
4: We can keep going.
2: Yeah, it's it's pretty cool, like, when it opens. It looks cool. Um, And then, yeah, so... And the concept is pretty cool about repossessing organs. Yeah. I, yeah. I do Again, like the concept. I loved
1: the idea of this. Because yeah. we're, yeah. like, five idea. steps away from that actually happening. Yeah. yeah.
2: sure. <laughs> Yeah. Um and yeah, so we're introduced to the situation.
4: Yeah. So um <laughs> and yeah.
2: then we meet the grave robber. I Doesn't he He's also open the, the narrator. Yeah. yeah.
1: He's also technically a drug dealing pimp.
2: Yeah, yeah. he, Man he, of many he hats.
1: So i call him more of like a trickster god but like he's technically a villain right
2: he kind of is just like in the background this whole movie without really like affecting it directly he's just there
3: to fuck shit up
2: yeah yeah yeah. my
3: complaint is that they're not consistent with him i wanted to see him threaded more because there was a moment later in the movie where he shows up and i was like oh yeah i forgot about that guy (laughs) like i would have like i don't like i don't think he's like amazing or anything but like i would have, i could have gone for seeing him kind of in the background almost of more things happening like you typically do with the narrator but he just like disappears and I'm like, i mean i don't disagree mm-hmm. but he is amazing but to be fair i also do cosplay him yeah like yeah. i mean i just think that they could have utilized him more than they do because i forgot about him and then he came back and i was like oh yeah that's a character like they should have right. if he's the narrator of the film you should keep him threaded better through it okay that's fair, fair. enough that's a fair that assessment. is a valid point
4: valid point i'll give you that one <laughs> um. to be fair
3: i love this movie and i do
4: have my own critiques oh yeah and yeah for sure
2: right he so what he harvests hydrate from corpses yeah
4: so something we missed in the exposition they also say there's a very expensive painkiller because everyone's getting surgery and you need like something to deal with the agony.
1: It's like mm-hmm. heroin, but like extra. But mm-hmm. like it's also supposed to naturally uh, like exist in bodies. And then like Gene comes in, like extracts it and concentrates it, like the equivalent of like a fentanyl. But, I like, saw it
3: as like a morphine type. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, like yeah.
1: you get what I'm saying. It's
3: like if the
4: zydrate that comes out of the dead bodies is heroin, the, um, Zydrate that's mass produced by Gene Co is, like, fentanyl in terms of tr- strength.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah, sure. That seems right.
4: Yeah. And
1: obviously it degrades in the dead bodies, so that's why it's on the black market.
4: So there's this whole thing about, um, not getting black market dead body Zydrate. You need to get it from Gene Co, which is, like, another example of, like, the class. Mm-hmm. But also just capitalism Control. fucking oh. us
1: all over. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Yeah.
4: I mean, like, there's a lot to, like, examine in terms of, like, um, pharmaceutical, um, markets and um capitalism that i mean i think i think we can unpack that here on this podcast i think we can really get to the heart of the issue here
0: yeah <laughs>
3: no i mean
4: <laughs> sure. so we get sure. so deep <laughs> i am mentally uh, prepared to have this conversation right now the fact that like the people who
1: created fentanyl can't be sued for it anymore
2: right and then there's the whole Sacklers and the opioid epidemic exactly yeah that's yeah. those people Fuck right
4: Christ there's um, a, what's his name that martin guy
2: martin shkreli yeah yeah, yeah 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 the healthcare industry is just just already awful in america this so. really
4: <laughs> just like takes it to like a fictional extreme where we're like that's so absurd to think right. about how um like a medical market could get so out of hand for so many people but like think about not to get deep on the pod, but like think about how this is a reality for so many people. We're
1: not that far away from this actually happening. People
4: can't afford yeah. their medical treatments now as it is. Like, what's to say? Mm-hmm. Not to mention just like chronically ill people, like Ugh. diabetics.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <gasps>
4: So, anyway, Zydric comes in a little glass vial. A little glass vial? A little glass vial. Oh, yeah. I was hoping you
1: were going to say, did I fucking stutter? God,
4: you didn't. <laughs> it was so funny.
1: Again, I'm that I'm actually quoting from a high school friend that I remade friends with in college and told me this thing that their friend did. So, I'm just stealing that joke.
2: <laughs> we also meet uh, the girl from Spy Kids. Alexa <laughs> oh. Vega. <laughs> Alexa okay. Vega.
4: So, we're in a graveyard. Yeah. And... um alexa vega who is what's her name shiloh, shiloh is like trolling around this graveyard of her mother's grave looking to capture a rare bug but
1: her body isn't actually in the grave we find that later what? Mm-hmm. it's oh. taxidermied in a
4: wall in the house oh but before all this we see Roti largo who's the big businessman and his three kids um pavi luigi luigi, luigi. and amber. amber sweet
2: yeah and pavi is italian <laughs>
3: Yes, randomly he is. not explained. He, he is just <laughs> he sounds he sounds like Luigi in the Mario games. <laughs> so for most of the movie, I thought he was Luigi because I thought they were doing a fun bit, <laughs> and then I was mad that he wasn't Luigi, but he sounds just like him. And then yeah, the he real does sound Luigi, like Luigi from the game <laughs> can't sing. To if you put a gun to the Luigi's head in this movie and said sing a note to save your life, he would be shot within seconds. That guy can't sing. Do it better. Instead I can't. Of- and you know what? I'm never going to try to be in a movie to do it. Because I'm like, aware of my talent. Okay, talents. how about this?
1: It's a character choice. Nope.
2: I, I also do don't like the character.
4: I also hate the character. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, So um, he has three dirtbag children who yeah. are always getting up to crimes and murder and drug abuse.
2: I was going to say, first of all, uh, well, instead of Charlie Day playing Luigi, it should have been that guy. <laughs> 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 oh, my
4: God.
2: Get out. And
3: then lastly, there's Paris Hilton, who is... Amber, Amber, Amber
4: Sweet. Sweet. Amber
2: Sweet, yes.
1: Which
4: is her stage name. Yeah, she comes up with a stage name because she wants to be a
3: singer. Again, can't sing a lick.
4: Sorry, Paris. <laughs> <laughs> Love you, but you
1: can't sing. I'm sorry. Again, it fits for the character. Are
3: you going to look at me in the eye, Molly, and say that Paris Hilton is a top-of-the-chart singer? No, I think she's fine for this movie. <laughs> okay, she's <laughs> like Alexis in Schitt's Creek. Yeah. I guess, but Alexis also in Schitt's Creek is made fun of. Because she thinks she can sing. Exactly, which is part of the
4: character design. I mean,
2: I didn't hate it, but, you know, it just washed over me. Here's
4: my thing. (laughs) Harish defended that kid from The Visit, saying that's exactly how a kid would rap. That's exactly how, like, a wannabe singer would sing. I I think if you're making
2: a fake world, then um <laughs> make it less annoying
1: to yep.
3: me okay
1: she's supposed to be annoying though but like you can yeah, do that I mean, thing
3: where know. like real singers can purposely sing bad notes and you can tell that they know what they're doing instead of like a bad singer she's
4: literally fine <laughs> you just hate this movie so you're looking for no, things I just you just want to hate on paris hilton. Hilton. I, I, I mean i don't i no. love
3: paris hilton and i love the concept of this movie i've said it a hundred times it's just like that just wasn't she, I'm sorry. She just okay. was fair.
4: I also don't think the singing is great, but <laughs> no. I love this movie.
3: I think it still just fits
1: for the character, but where were we in the plot synopsis?
2: Let's just talk about each of the kids, uh, the children's things, right? So there's Pavi, who loves replacing his face.
1: With other people's faces. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Which is a cool concept. Um, But also, like, I don't know. I Like, just the character didn't work for me.
0: Like, what like, else does he do?
2: I feel like he he's too... I mean, like it makes sense.
0: I
1: feel like but... since this was supposed to be a three-part movie that they never actually got around to, they probably would have expanded that plot. Also, yeah. like
3: all the ladies want to fuck him and I don't he get does that. Hire a no,
2: bunch of he's hot not attractive. Guards. Um, maybe
1: that's like... why he keeps changing faces though cuz he wants to compensate. I <laughs> think he's too
2: like silly for me to like the character, you know what I mean? Like it's a the, cartoon. The, yeah, he is very cartoony um and if if the character were like more sinister then i think i would like it more but yeah
1: yeah but like he's not meant to be the sociopath that's his brother. right it
2: makes sense it may like as i was saying that in my head like i was also i like it makes sense but also like
1: it's like the trump brothers
2: <laughs> right yeah Oh my there's God. <laughs> there's You're one sorry. goofball and then there's one sociopath <laughs> exactly so. yeah so moving on to the other brother luigi
4: Yeah, he's just like a psychopath. Like, he has a lot of anger issues. Oh, and definitely
1: a sex addict. Yeah, for For sure.
2: Yeah.
4: There's a whole line in that song later. If there's not a hole, I'll make a new one and he stabs Yeah, grow. Yeah. That's really fucked up.
1: And then he yells at people and calls them peasants. Oh, my
4: God. Yeah, all the children are degenerates, and Rossi Largo is really disappointed with how all of his children I mean, turned I mean, to out. be fair, you should be. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. You can't just <laughs> condone that behavior. No.
2: And this guy also cannot sing. This guy was the one that was offensive oh, to okay, me. Okay, he was God.
1: actually, like... An- oh, wait. Are we talking, like...
2: No, We're Rati, Rati's great. Okay,
1: Rati is fine. actually an opera, R- like yeah. Rati, a formerly Rati, opera singer. Rati's yeah. fine. Okay, I'm sorry. sorry. So that was miscommunicated.
2: Um, Luigi. Luigi sucks. No, <laughs>
1: he <laughs> cannot sing either.
3: I every time his mouth opened, I like wanted to shield my ears. Like that's how bad. But then I was so <laughs> curious to hear how much worse could it get, <laughs> <be, laughs> and it only ever got worse. Okay, that's fair. I'm shame. sorry to this man. I'm sorry. Like you really put your all when into it. When he hears
4: it. this episode, he's gonna be so upset that's set.
3: fine
1: you think he's gonna hear this episode oh, fuck. i think absolutely not. i'm sorry
4: molly <laughs> fine. This is, this is, a person can dream
2: <laughs> luigi is the one ca- case where like send him a twitter um yeah i mean <laughs> We've connected we have twitter connected with before. people on twitter
4: <laughs> yeah we watched the movie and the people who made the movie saw us like post about it, and now they follow. But Twitter. we
2: all oh like that movie, so yeah, we were, it's like, different. Huge
4: fans. Okay. But um, it, what were you
2: saying? Oh, I was saying like this is the one case where like when you say like it makes sense for the character. This one, like I'll allow it because you're supposed to hate the guy, and like you do hate the guy, so like him singing badly just makes you hate him more. Fairly so. right?
3: okay. I'm. You're gonna hear me bring in <laughs> a lot in this, um but in my case of this think of the duke in moulin Rouge. Mm -hmm. he's nasally he's a piece of shit who like owns women and like literally his whole thing is that he wants to own her and like he's a bad guy he's fine murdering people and like his voice he's like very unsettling to listen to but he can still sing (laughs) you know what i mean he can still hit his nose but he's still not fun to listen to and the way he sings adds to his character because you're like god i can't fucking stand that guy but I'm not wanting to rip my ears off when I'm listening to him. So like my point is you can still do that and still have a proper singer doing the role.
2: And I think part of that is also the music in this which was not for me.
3: Yeah, not me either. Uh, <laughs> oh.
2: Maybe some of the, a little bit at the end like there's cuz there was that one Letterboxd review that was like each of these songs <laughs> come from, from a different, different movie. movie. I felt like each like every line was like they pulled from a different song, <laughs> there just were the melody. So many but like, where it,
3: they cro- they would cross sing, and I'd be like, "This wasn't meant to be sung together in any way." Shape, Maybe or if form. it
1: were a stage, like you saw it as the staged musical, yes. Maybe. But also, did you not? You we didn't actually see like how many musicians helped in like the credits sequence because yeah. there were over seventy bands that worked on this film. The Again, music wasn't bad. That
2: might be like, proof
3: as to why all the songs sound different. I though. think it was yeah. just
2: the singing that, like, just the melodies that they were. Singing singing did not work for me at all cuz like a lot of it some of it was like talk singing you know where they're kind of like reciting a poem but okay, like a but little bit Okay but if this bit... were
1: on Broadway that absolutely would work.
2: Oh. Um uh yeah, I don't I don't know. I it's just like not my thing and I it just I think that's what ruined the movie for me. Like when I said like I think I would like it if it weren't a musical. It's literally because I do not like the songs and that is like what okay, is Okay, but killing do you not like musicals as a whole? I do like musicals. Oh, I I I like a lot of musicals. Okay, I love fair Jesus Crazy.
4: God, Super I was going <laughs> to fucking okay, say. Carousel right. <laughs> is like I had no idea
2: you were a big Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay, this time. is
1: giving you character depth, which I have heard on all the other
2: episodes. I generally do like most musicals that I watch. Okay, but um, do you
1: respect women? Yeah, I, I try to. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to call back. <laughs> okay, but being is gay, is it... Uh, (laughs) is it still a another callback is it still a crime to be gay yes in 62 countries that's
2: true but it's not considered a a mental illness
1: yeah depending on what you wanted what crimes you commit
4: (laughs) um I think it's gonna come as a surprise to nobody when I say that I love the music in this movie
1: (laughs) oh it's a fucking slap this music can slap me in the face and I'll be okay about it
4: 100 fucking percent um
1: Honestly, Amber Sleep could Amber Sweet could slap me in the face and I'd be good about it. Oh, and
4: I'd like it. <laughs> oh no, I'd thank her. Uh-huh. Um Yeah, this movie has everything I love, which is good music, a crazy insane plot, and hot goth people. And this, that's really it for me. That's my okay, entire personality. Yeah. This movie has everything. It does, it does, it does. Um anyways, um, there's this girl. oh where well, I at? What I, I was are we just
2: gonna about? say, like, um I was talking about how like the each line just feels like it's yeah. from a different song uh-huh. because of that there were moments <laughs> at the end where i like i liked it for a second and then i was like okay now i don't like it anymore <laughs> and now i do like it and then i don't so like it, it kind of like varied for me towards That's the awesome. end but yeah overall just like not for me <laughs> Oh my god! but anyway so yeah we're introduced to the family shiloh um and nathan and Who's Nathan, who is has a dad. dark
4: secret, <coughs> Ooh, yes. and you'll never guess what it is—the <laughs> <laughs>
1: Munchausens by proxy. God,
4: is it the Munchausens by proxy? Is it that he maybe kind of killed his wife? Is it that he um, is a secret but he did- organ? Harvester? Okay, but he didn't
1: actually kill his wife. But he never learns that because he dies before. <laughs> Shh,
4: they don't know that yet. Sorry,
1: spoilers.
2: <laughs> Spoiler alert.
1: <laughs> um, Unpopular opinion and pro spoilers.
2: Yeah, yeah, I don't care about spoilers either.
1: I in actually general. think they're better, because then I can actually follow the pro- plot, but you don't necessarily <laughs> n- know how it's going to get there.
2: Right. Yeah, exactly. Um,
1: but yeah, back to the the story.
2: Right. Where were we? Um.
4: So Shiloh is plot sneaking twist. out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yes.
4: And she encounters the grave robber.
1: Who uh, continually fucks shit up.
4: Um, yeah,
2: he's just in the background stealing from graves.
4: He is robbing graves. Go figure. To get getting... Zydrate. Exactly. And... Shiloh is kind of caught up in this, and then goes home after because
2: yeah, they almost out. get caught or something, right? Yeah, like
1: can we acknowledge though this was her first time ever outside of her house because her father's been keeping her captive in her house for this entire time for medical the reasons, first time she's right? Come out, or, like I was okay. She's probably gone to the graveyard out. before, but like interacting with someone, maybe mm-hmm. not. Yeah, 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 yeah. But like this entire movie is like legitimately the first time she's ever left her house so it gets complicated real quick
4: it's like right. a um uh rapunzel situation
2: yeah she's very sick Entangled. except she doesn't have any hair um except uh, a terrible wig yeah she wears a wig when she leaves well um, and then it's
1: her actual hair i think afterwards oh really yeah I after that, that one scene wig with the line changes yeah right, right, after yeah. that one wig scene it's her actual hair
2: and you were saying that she they would they told her not to act
1: no, they said not to move her eyebrows so much because the, uh, the seam where the wig cap was would keep splitting.
2: Yeah.
4: God.
1: <laughs> Which is funny. <laughs> like. I mean, I get it. Yeah, eyebrows yeah, it are important for expression. Right. So
4: suddenly, I forget how, but she's back at her house and her dad's like, Shiloh, you're sick. Here's your medicine. And she's like, okay, dad. Yeah. And she sings a song about how her genetics are cursed because her mom made her sick and her mom's dead. It's just ge- her and her dad.
1: Her genetics are a bitch. Her genetics
4: <laughs> are a bitch. Um and she's like locked in her room all alone. And then while this is all happening, Nathan sings a song about how he wishes that Marnie, the mom, could be there with him. And then we get another cartoon flashback at this point that shows that, um he accidentally killed Marnie and then he could only save um shiloh the daughter or marnie the wife and he chose to save shiloh because marnie was pregnant with shiloh um okay at the time am i wrong no that's correct no, okay she died yeah. during birth okay
2: i remember a different there was another cartoon flashback that's i think it's later about um blind or blind mag, mag yeah, yeah there's a few eyes. there's a few yeah um
4: this it all ties into each other. Ago. Right. This is something I'll like bring it up now so we can talk about it as it happens. There's a really great verbal motif in this. Um I wrote them all down, but this flashback happens and it says that um Nathan could only save one. Talking about only, one. only saving one between Shiloh and Marnie. And um that like only one motif comes up during the other two flashbacks. I think it's really, really cool how they wove that in. Mm-hmm.
2: Um. Yeah. Where were we? Uh. Do we get introduced to like Ooh. the opera at this point? No.
4: No. 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 Um. So Nathan sings about missing his wife, and then he enters a secret room in his house, mm-hmm. and he there's a there's a guy tied up down there, and you're like, what the fuck? Right. The most underrated scene in the film, by the way, because <laughs> of the puppetry. Oh my fucking god. Yeah. So this is where we find out that Nathan is a organ repo man. So one right. of the men test by Gene Co. To repossess organs that people have not been able to make their payments on, but he keeps this a secret from Shiloh. Dun dun yeah.
2: dun. Yeah. Um, and he really seems to enjoy it.
1: I mean, mm-hmm. no one else gonna appreciate it for him. <laughs> this yeah. is
2: a
4: thankless job, exactly. Song. He talks about how it's a thankless job, but he seems like he's having a blast.
2: He's having a blast. He's puppeteering that guy.
3: <laughs> also and the we, or- we, we had to pause and take a moment to figure out if the puppeteering would actually work and i think we settled think on yes good, right? yeah. yeah i mean i don't the spinal cord actually- would probably get in the way yeah, yeah I feel well
1: I don't, like-
2: like, I don't know
3: like where the hand would come in to like grab the roof of the mouth but like in terms of logistics on the length of the arm well if it yeah, goes between, between the able to skin move- and the
0: jaw yeah,
1: you just got to move the, the lower jaw. Jaw. jaw that's all that really matters so as
3: long as he can get his arm up there
0: yeah
1: Maybe if like pulling at the spinal the spine itself would do it.
2: Maybe. Maybe, yeah.
4: Guys, I think that this isn't real puppetry and that it's just a movie.
1: Okay, be. but Who does this mean be sure? we, does this mean we got to become murderers to figure this shit out?
2: I think he paid that guy like ten dollars to open his mouth <laughs> during
0: while he was doing that. I think you're right.
4: That's the that's the most logical explanation. Um. So, meanwhile, I think this is where we find out what the opera is.
2: Yeah, yeah, we hear about so Gene Co having an opera to celebrate, like all of their success stories. I guess, yeah.
4: Something I fucking love about this movie: this movie is itself called Repo, the Genetic Opera, yeah. and it's a genetic opera that we, the audience, are watching. But in the con- like canon of the universe, they have their own thing called a genetic opera. which is where they go and watch an opera. It's awesome. Yep,
3: never been done before in a
1: musical ever before ever. Nope. (laughs) But it's also a PR (laughs) campaign for Gene Co.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's basically just a, a huge ad for Gene Co. Because um, they're just showing off like all their success stories and all their testimonials. Oh,
1: can I also preface that like the um, blind mag character is played by Sarah Brightman, who was the original Christine for Phantom of the Opera. Yes, right. Yeah. So like a classically trained opera singer who is fucking amazing in her singing. Yeah, I, I think
2: a lot of them are good singers. Um, I really like uh, Roddy, um, and she's really good. Uh, yeah, a lot. Of- a lot of them are really good singers i just don't like the songs. <laughs> um, but bag, yeah. in
4: case we didn't say it is the lead performer of gene co's genetic op- she's right. the poster
1: woman basically mm-hmm. yeah. and like the spokesman of the company
2: yeah and we get another cartoon um thing where exposition where it's talking about her she like was blind and then she got somehow it's like really mysterious about it um, it's, she got a gift it's a
1: corneal replacement but it was also Marnie's eyes which yeah. is, I'm not sure if they actually explain
2: I don't think they they say it and they're like like they imply it yeah they're so her um, best friend's eyes are now
1: her eyes but they're also digital corneas yeah which is also kind of black mirror of them
2: black mirror yeah, yeah.
4: to talk about this this is the third flashback we see um where we find out how Marnie gets the eyes.
2: And also and- she like because Jean-Co's contracts, she like can't stop working for them um
1: because it's signed in blood
2: yeah right
4: right right. so it talks about her contract and it says meg must serve only one and so the only one is Co. so it's another one of those like verbal like only one thing
3: i think that this part was the part that disappointed me with in terms of using the comics because i think we could have gotten like a really sick performance out of this Mm -hmm. talking about the backstory and utilizing like mixing flashbacks into it Mm -hmm. and we instead got comic strips and Mm -hmm. i think that let me down
4: I, I understand what you're saying, and I think it would have been cool, but I also independently think it works really well with the other two comic strip back story. What I'm saying is... flashbacks
3: Open with the comic strip, and then no more comic strips is my point. Okay. <laughs> and
4: what I'm saying is the comic strips were cool, what, okay, but I, what I, I, wanna I, know I is think w- your thing also would have been cool. When
3: it was on stage, were they using comic strips?
0: Good question.
4: <laughs> what
3: were they doing instead? <laughs> Why did it not translate? I don't know. And if they were using comic strips, I would actually love to see how they did that because that would interest me. (laughs) Yeah.
4: I would love to see this live. I would do like most things. I think that this is
3: meant to be live. Yeah. I have
4: talked about this, and I'll talk about this when I talk about like um, ratings and recommendations. A lot of my issues would be resolved if I had seen this live as a stage performance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um. I'd also love to see the short film they made in order to get God. the funding to make oh. the full film. Oh God, I am sure it's so like right. if you dig in the right? No, spots they said the it's internet. definitely in the archives under in like uh, a vault and never to be seen again.
0: Right, right. in the
1: like two, two separate directors' commentaries <laughs> that exist. Where can we break in? Uh, Um.
4: Me yeah, and my film degree are going to track this down. Don't worry, guys. I'm sure
1: you know someone who knows someone who knows someone.
4: God. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: Lionsgate,
4: we're calling. Yeah, this is a Lionsgate movie, which fucking rules. <laughs> um, anyways, so...
2: Uh, is this one it's hydrate anatomy is that the next song
4: Um, rossi largo has eyes on shiloh Shiloh, and this is where we find out that this is the second flashback we find out that rossi largo and marnie who was shiloh's mom were in love and were to be married but marnie left rossi largo for nathan Mm -hmm. and this left um mr largo very upset And we find out in this flashback that he's the one that swapped out some poison in Nathan's lab and that he's the one that's responsible for Marnie passing away. And the whole verbal motif here is he could only punish one. Oh did you did you
1: say that Roddy was supposed to marry Marnie and then like she broke it off to marry Nathan? Yeah yeah.
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, sorry. I... No, 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 no. No, it's fine. No sweat. Please jump in okay, because I—that's am...
1: important to the story.
0: I... Yeah.
4: I flying by the skin of my ass. I here. mean, so am I. I'm
1: also a little too tipsy to completely follow things.
4: <laughs> oh, love this. This is pr- this is probably the drunkest I've been on an episode in a while. So, <laughs> but not her well. Oh.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm nope. gonna call back to that Jennifer's body episode because it's the fucking best
0: Yeah.
3: I was, like, I'm traumatized
4: gonna... from that.
1: <laughs> Legitimately a good ass podcast episode.
4: I'm gonna take this opportunity to mention that Lauren was our lovely bartender today. They made these really great whiskey drinks with a ghost pepper lemon tincture.
1: Yes, and a smoked
4: maple whiskey from um, Knob Creek. Yes, it is very delicious. Thank you, Lauren. We much appreciate it. Thank you.
1: You know I enjoy playing bartender.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yes, drunk podcasting. Um
1: not always the best but it's fucking fun <laughs> yeah so
2: um yeah so we learn about um roddy and shiloh yes. like he wants to promise her a cure yeah he, so yeah.
4: he wants to cure shiloh of whatever her disease is.
0: right
1: and she's still in the dark about all of the shit
4: yeah so he's kind of has eyes on her so he sends a car for her saying i'm gonna take you to this festival tonight and she's like what okay
1: And he's fucking belting, like, operatically less than four feet away from him (laughs) in the actual, like, filming of it. So, like, it's really awkward for the filmers.
4: Oh, fuck. We forgot something super fucking important that happens at the beginning. We find out that Rossi Largo is dying. Like, actually. Yes. Of an incurable. Like, he cannot be cured at this point. Despite having however many organs and surgeries, he cannot be saved. And all of his
2: kids are wanting his fortune exactly yeah
4: but they're all degenerate so he doesn't want to leave his company to anyone so it's like of the implication that he is looking for somebody to take over
1: yeah it's a real willy wonka situation exactly
2: so okay so we in the songs i anatomy we learned that um yeah
1: Amber.
4: Molly Q
1: running back into the room.
4: Right. Are we talking Zydrate and anime? Because yes. I have a very casual, normal opinion about this song.
1: Um bitch. Casual.
4: You... <laughs> the fuck bitch up is everybody. a term of endearment. No, no. You're fine. You're not, Sam. You're off in fucking ice. Where um, I will remain. God. This song bangs. The song goes unreasonably hard. This could be a solo song just by itself. I can't feel nothing at all. Bitch, I feel everything at all. This song's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, Zydric comes in a l- It has everything. It has call and response. It has gritty guitar. Does it have a round? What's a round?
1: Where it's like one and then the other continues it, but at a, sef- a separate, like... I
4: like, know. It's often uh, done with like... Ro- maybe ro- at row the your end. Ooh. Yeah. At the end when they're all singing it?
2: Yeah. Maybe when it's the... Um... After Paris Hilton They do comes rounds
4: out. a couple times in this movie at the very least. Yeah. This song has no fucking business. The song's on my Halloween playlist, so you're going to be hearing it on the 30th. It's
1: also what an aesthetic. God. Also, can I preface that all the extras in this um this specific song, we're wearing outfits specifically from Paris Hilton's closet cuz this was <laughs> on such a shoestring budget that she wow. just brought in some rolling luggage full of outfits for them to wear for the scene god that's so cool which nice. like again so much respect for this woman i will stand for her <laughs>
4: we didn't talk about how we got here so they're at this festival the largo siblings are fighting about money again um blind mag is there and paris hilton's like i want to be a celebrity you shouldn't be a celebrity i want to be a celebrity and then um what's her name what's her shiloh gets to see blind mag for the first time and she's ushered into another tent to wait, I guess, for something. And the grave robber comes and grabs her and it's like, run away with me. And mm-hmm. they're like, okay. So they go to a zydrates and it's basically like NA, but for Zydrate the drug. Yeah. In this universe. So they go to like a Zydrates and not like addicts support group. Right. Um, where you find all these people who are like addicted to Zydrate. And like it's it's again showing like It's a great contrast between the, oh, like, let's party. Let's all have surgery. Let's go get, like, this work done versus, like, hey, these people are addicts as a result of this company. Um, So it's a great kind of dichotomy between, um, like, like, again, like kind of what I just said, like the medical, like, glamour of surgery in this world versus, like, the devastating effects it has on people who are not of means.
2: Right and we also learn we we also learn in the song that um amber sweet is addicted <laughs> To getting surgery Addicted, addicted
4: to the to knife, the knife. Yes. Addicted to the knife And addicted to the knife She needs a little help For the agony Agony yeah.
3: what, And a little get... help comes in a little glass bottle. somebody explain to me Why does she have to get The street drugs If her Because family... her dad's Cutting her off oh, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. okay 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 okay. Because that would confuse me Because I was like Wait a minute
4: There's a There's like newspaper stuff Like where they're all Speculating that Amber Sweet's Addicted to surgery And addicted to Zydrate She's I She's got to that, keep it on the DL But yeah. I
3: just yeah. assumed that I, I assumed that it was Just to stay on the dl but i was like can't she just yeah. like no some also of that? her dad's been cutting her
1: off yeah, yeah that yeah,
2: makes yeah. more yeah. sense now and oh. there's a scene where like she's supposed to perform at an opening of something and she like Isn't goes there? yeah no
1: she was supposed to be the spokesperson for the Zydrate support network oh, that yeah, the company's yeah, that's creating a, right. very similar to like um shoot what's that like uh vaping um jewels jeweled tried to do a similar thing where they created like a um spokesman thing to prevent like teenagers from like vaping but like it obviously like fired back at them because like they were the ones who created it so like obviously there was a bias there's a whole great podcast about it called the vape fix which i highly recommend because like weird medical shit is also my jam Sorry, to like support other podcasts on this mm-hmm. podcast. This <laughs> is actually fine. a great podcast. <laughs>
0: um,
2: yes. Uh then what? We um uh Nathan quits his job. He he doesn't wanna repossess Mag's eyes.
4: Oh, so yeah, so um Nathan is called in to the Largo office and they say, You gotta repossess Mag's eyes. Oh, well, okay, so let's talk about Zydrate some more it lays out three important things um zydrate comes in a little glass vial um amber sweet's addicted to plastic surgery and then it talks about the third thing so this is kind of cut from the song if you listen to the song but they talk about how amber sweet is really jealous of blind mag and wants her spot as a performer yeah but they in turn talk about how um mag's eyes could become repossessed and shiloh's like wait what and they say that blind mag's contract comes with some mighty fine print Right. also
1: that like um shiloh was absolutely obsessed in fangirls over blind mag
4: yes hmm. it's like if i met pete once <laughs> yeah and then found out that i don't that, know they were taking his uh, eyeliner they were away. taking
2: away <laughs> his
1: eyeliner <laughs> okay but everyone looks hot in eyeliner thank you lauren thanks for validating
4: me <laughs>
0: um. Um, yeah <laughs> um.
4: So they find out that um, Mag is at risk of having her eyes repossessed by Gene Co, um, which is something mm-hmm. we learned in the flashback was a possibility.
1: Because she wants to dip out of Gene Co, because yes. like they're being manipulative and basically financially abusing her. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
4: You were saying that when we were watching that, it's a great um, yeah, it's allegory a great for
1: allegory for like how like financial abuse will greatly affect your decision making. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: This movie touches on a ton of really deep topics, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Um, um so I will fight you both. <laughs> um so with love.
0: Um
4: Shiloh goes back to her house because um she gets a call from her dad also while she's like out right. she's she's not supposed to be out. So her dad is also simultaneously out repossessing some man's spine. Yeah. And Shiloh gets like a call from him over her like apple watch this is hey bitch where are you and she's like oh my window's cracked that's why they're alert i'm at home um but my window's cracked that's why you can hear noises and he's like do you want me to come home right away and she's like no no don't come home right away they're both keeping secrets from each other in this scene um so she like rushes home so her dad isn't suspicious of her being out or so she can beat him home. Basically classic teenager sneaking out of the house vibes. Mm-hmm. And then when she's home by herself, Blind Mag pays her a visit because she had seen her at the festival right. and comes and tells her stuff about her mom. Because like former best friend of the mom. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and so the dad comes home. Well, because, um, oh, fuck, the other part of it. Um, Blind Mag didn't think Shiloh was alive. That had, was all
1: kept in secret. Yeah. Right. Nathan had
4: kept it a secret from everybody. Because so. of the
1: Munchausen's by proxy. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So
4: when Blind Mag saw Shiloh at the festival, she was so shocked that um, Shiloh was alive, she went to go talk to her about her mother. And this is also kind of a turning point for Blind Mag where she like is going to leave. She's f-
1: solidly dipping out at this point. Exactly. Irish goodbyeing. <laughs> <laughs> well, not so much because it turns into a full revenge plot, which I must look for again.
2: Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So Nathan. Um, Nathan comes home and then tells, makes Mag leave. Um, and uh, Roddy changes his will to make Shiloh the sole beneficiary of.
1: But he hasn't signed it yet. Yeah. Y- you'll see why later.
2: Um. So then it's time for the opera.
1: Wait no, Correct. we skipped the Joan Jet cameo. Oh yeah, ah, oh, and yeah. the teen angst yes, that's song true. that doesn't
3: make sense at all with this musical.
1: Well, it's supposed to be again part of the allegory of like her identifying with all the bug collecting and herself being like Cage. Yes, I get it, but the music style is just completely out of. It was recorded people. live to sound punk.
3: I know, but none of the other songs are punk. Is my point. That's, that's wrong. part of the teen
1: angst <laughs> part you ever of the movie. Anatomy?
3: That's not punk.
1: No, that's not punk. (laughs) I'm going to kill
4: myself. That's just a
3: classic musical (laughs) song. (laughs) I don't get no respect
4: around here. Same aesthetic (laughs) as Sweeney Todd.
3: But the whole of Sweeney Todd.
1: Can that be another episode? We're doing Sweeney
3: Todd Todd next
1: week. Can I come back?
4: sure please yeah. can yeah, we have a double feature to. double guess? can I please sure yeah, yeah. I'll fucking yeah. do, do it we didn't uh, have
3: I'm so top. happy right now I'd like for you to experience me during a movie that I don't have to criticize <laughs> so that I don't time. have to hate you Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. not I, that I, I actually wanna, hate I wanna you I want to even that playing field not that I actually hate you for no, the record my, I just I want to prove that I can be pleasant <laughs> <laughs>
4: Yeah, you've been a real bitch tonight. I gotta say.
3: I warned you. I told you.
1: Are you not having
3: fun talking about this movie? No. (laughs) When we said we were doing this, I was like, your funeral. Like, I'm sorry. I will stand with
1: Molly for this.
4: Yeah, um,
2: please come back next week for Sweeney yeah. Todd. So, punk song. Oh, and my,
1: then... And then... My high school did a production of Sweeney Todd, which I will elaborate on the next ooh, episode. Jesus. Exciting.
2: A nice, a nice tease. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so... Are we at the opera yet? <laughs> uh, yes? Yes. Yeah, so we're doing the opera. Oh, it's all happening Shiloh's going to the opera, and Nathan is going to
1: the opera...
4: And Shiloh is sent a dress of Marnie's, um, who was
1: actu- was actually still on her corpse, and then like was stolen. So her corpse was kept like behind glass in the actual house. There's no actual corpse at her tomb, and then like the dress was actually stolen and was given to Shiloh to wear to the actual opera.
2: And we also um, we forgot to mention there's a scene where um, Amber like gets bad surgery and goes back and is mad at roddy because her her face is messed up
1: she's not exactly as, as she could have been but yeah. paris Hilton made it so that like none of like the press outside of the movie would actually ever see it
2: yeah until yeah. the actual
1: movie was released so that's she part just, of why
2: she just scarred up like in one corner of her face
4: it's very fan of puppy. the opera yeah. yeah yeah the opera you say <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes so we're at the opera and it's time Happy for the opera
4: tonight
2: for uh tonight. <laughs> uh Amber's oh performance. Goodness. Uh and we see like her setting up before that and we see her putting her face on. Yeah. Um, peeling yes. because it's peeling yes. off.
3: Reverse peeling pasting. I it's an excellent practical effect. Yeah, it's, it's really pretty cool. Really I like that. I liked it when it fell off yeah. on the stage, too.
4: Again, this, this movie enough. has everything. I was going to say, this movie has really fucking good effects. Yes. I'll say. Yeah, it does have
2: really great effects.
4: They're just, I think the set design effects are really cool.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um... Yeah, and and so she does her performance and her face is falling off the whole time and she keeps like messing with it and then eventually just like she like does spin. She like, does a, a twirl spin, Yeah, and it falls off just onto the
0: and <laughs> and People the start booing her. Just booing.
1: Again, Which- an allegory for Paris Hilton in real life at that time period. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's true.
1: That's awesome. We're gonna that's commentary great. on this later. Yeah. I'm also gonna call back again to Jennifer's body. <laughs> um
4: I will say i've been trying to get this going for a couple years now i think we should start booing people again <laughs> boo um yeah. colton told me that when he's driving instead of flipping people off if they like cut him off or something he gives them a thumbs down <laughs> which you I know what that's love. actually
1: better and i respect that man i don't like straight men most of the times but like shit like that i respect straight men he's i gave right. somebody a he's thumbs a down guy. driving today
3: they yeah. cut me off, and as they were pulling in, I gave them one of these.
4: <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. It's better than a flip-off, because flipping Cause off, you're like, fuck okay, I you. started
3: to. I was like, I went like this, and I was like. <laughs>
4: Can you still like verbally like f- like
1: curse them out though at the same time? Or I don't get
3: too aggressive because I have this like intense fear that I'm just gonna cuss out the wrong person and get shot. Oh, like, yeah. I just okay. To yeah. But like myself, if your windows are happen. up, it's fine. Yeah. I just I, I try. I think a thumbs down is not aggressive enough, but still effective. It's, it's like, like the kin- I'm disappointed. It's like the kindergarten version. Yeah. So I I, I I let that one out today. Okay. That's actually good. I might appropriate that. Yeah. Go for it. I think oh, we should normalize I it.
4: I am gonna start doing it ever since you told me about. It. I heard about this yesterday i'm gonna
3: start doing it yeah so Let's like start... gladiator style start yeah, like little... yeah. boo to death boo Just effective nobody likes to get a thumbs down it's disappointing so paris hilton gets booed <laughs> off the stage
4: yeah but you know she parties
3: with drag queens
4: god so fucking cool good for
1: her and
2: it's time for Ma- mag's performance oh and...
1: oh there's an english translation that i meant to print out for you guys because it really actually adds to the scene i got
2: it pulled right. up she sings like up. a an italian song yeah, that's very it's very opera
4: it's called chromagia mm-hmm. um so the translation goes to a long time ago a fatal bird named chromagia met the arrow of an archer while flying along the lava coasts for years thinking it was being chased it escaped the arrow chromagia chromagia why don't you face danger the arrow was attached to its wing and it flew trying to shake it off pulling the arrow others got wounded because of me because of me down towards the devil's mouth it's arrow my eyes
0: yeah
2: and then she pokes out her eyes
4: she does so she sings all this in beautiful italian and i like it's the fact that this is also a genuine opera mm-hmm. that's like super fucking
1: cool um, yeah and again she's formally cla- like classically trained in opera this actress
4: she's a beautiful singer oh my god um yeah, she plucks out her own eyes with her like really long fingernail. finger-nail. What yeah. an excellent
1: revenge plot, though. Yeah. Exactly. It's a giant fuck you, because I think,
4: was it actually on the middle fingers? Oh, I don't
1: know. I think it was. Index it was. Fingers. I think it was the index. Yeah. Okay, but like it would have been like better talents. on the middle fingers. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: Cause like additionally a uh, fuck you. Yeah. And it's and cool because she like obviously knows that her eyes are gonna be repossessed, so she takes like her own stance of bodily autonomy in that it's situation. It's basically
1: like a form of euthanasia in a way. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. But at that moment, Nathan cuts the rope that's like holding her body up. She's she, on a rope. And then she dies. Right. Oh, yeah. Sorry.
2: Uh. Well, she she's on a rope, and then uh uh nathan cuts it and she falls onto like a fence
1: and then she basically is like for the rest of the 20 minutes of the movie with her crotch out to the audience yeah. and I'm like you did her dirty yeah, yeah
2: she's just like impaled on her back
1: that's like the most awkward position you could die in right and
2: like, then it's the whole climax where everything's revealed shiloh comes out um... and then she's
1: still on the fence
2: oh no no um
1: no blind mag is still on the fence yeah the yeah time
2: right right i was i was remembering um, what actually happens is uh, the guy Roddy comes out and then he's like oh now we're doing a big performance we'll reveal who the repo man is or something like that and
1: a bunch of fucking plot twists happen
2: yeah and so like we cut to um well, Shiloh somewhere or she like walks in on the repo man or something and it's then in she a backstage hits him.
1: green room type deal
2: yeah she hits the repo man and with then with the shovel <laughs> it's revealed it's her dad and then they da, have a da, fight da! Um, And she's like, you're dead to me. And then she goes out on stage.
1: God. And then Roddy is an asshole.
2: Yeah, he reveals that it's all been her. Disease has been fake. And also, he killed her mom.
1: And Um, then, like... Nathan dies because of a gunshot that Roddy absolutely did.
2: Yeah. She tries to get him. uh, He tries to get her to murder her dad. Roddy tries
1: um, Shiloh to murder Nathan. Yeah.
2: And uh, he offers her the whole company. Um as
1: like a like plot device, basically.
2: Right. But she's too good of a person and she can't do it.
1: So then Roddy, like, one the light's cut out, steals the gun back, and shoots Nathan. Yeah. And it's like very obvious that he did it, but there's like the slight like did she do it, but definitely didn't.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And then and then Roddy also dies. Uh and then they have a very dramatic scene where Nathan um, and
1: sorry, singing. Yeah,
2: sing to each other.
1: Which was originally like sung as like a lullaby to like some kid somewhere, I don't know. But yeah. then they transposed it back into like a duet and like it's an awkward thought as a like lullaby,
3: but like I guess mm-hmm. I could see it.
2: It's because like the lyrics are basically like I didn't expect to love you, but I do
3: Yeah, I get, like, in the context of what happened with him and his, like, wife and the daughter, like, that kind of makes sense. But, honestly, watching them sing it to each other, I was like, it feels like a love song. (laughs) It feels like a love song. (laughs) Maybe it's just the tone of voice. It it is. It is.
0: Yeah.
2: um, And then then it ends. And then we get a scene of (gasps) Paris Hilton.
4: Yo, she comes out. Like, She's serving some real girl
1: boss vibes girl, in, like, yeah. a wooden bat boss. night committing a war crime. Right, oh, right. She and takes over the company.
4: Yeah, this epilogue that she has taken over um, and that she used her fallen face. She has auctioned off her face to, like, Signif- to charity to signify a change in Gene Co. going yeah, forward. Yeah,
2: it's it's woke now.
4: And that freak brother of hers <laughs> bought it. <laughs> well, Luigi, the homicidal brother of hers, um, killed off the top three buyers. Yeah. <laughs> so Pavi, then... the other freak brother, <laughs> bought it. <laughs> and he wears it. And Lauren was saying, um, what were you saying? That it was just like a, such a cool move for the character.
1: Again, girl boss vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those fucking kids. It's very canon though to each. Character, they absolutely would do that shit, right? Because oh again, God. what a fucked up family dynamic, yep. Which is why they probably allowed the incest vibes to like there were in. some
2: incest vibes at the be- beginning, yeah. There were, which, yeah. were, which was weird because that's like... like
1: I don't approve it, but it works to explain the character, the family dynamic. She like
2: yeah. licked
3: his face, yeah, it was Luigi's weird. face, well, and grabbed his groin, yeah, like, didn't but in a painful that. way, didn't want to see that.
2: <laughs> but that's the movie, yeah, and that's where it ends.
3: Honestly, this is one of those movies that you have to, you have to watch it for yourself and make your own judgment. Yeah, like yeah. you I can don't be disagree told, with that. You can be told by a hundred people that it's good, or a hundred people that it's bad, and mm-hmm. it's not going to influence your decision. It's going to be solely your own.
2: I think if you like the music and you kind of like so if you're me if you like the same things that i like and you like the music then you'll like this mm-hmm. if you like the same things that i like and you don't like the music then you won't like it
4: so, i have been so straight oh no go ahead Lauren,
1: oh i just wanted to say when i first saw this freshman year of college this very much woke awoken something in me <laughs>
4: <laughs> i hope this doesn't awaken anything <laughs> in me. have you seen community
1: oh i was referring to that tiktoker <laughs>
4: oh I was talking about Dean Pelton from
1: Community, uh, but do you know that TikToker with the mustache that like, oh uh, what the, like one thing he first got really famous for was like a TikTok about what it's like to be in like an art critique at nine a.m. I think it's
3: Ghost Honey or whatever his name. Oh, is. Oh yes, okay, I think that's but who they're definitely talking about. went to CCAD. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because oh. they're yep. from Columbus. Yeah. Yep. Well, I know you're talking about. I just recognized the nude model in the painting. Yeah, because like I also painted that man. Um. Yeah. He, um I want to say that he might have pulled that line from Community.
2: So, um did we have anything else we wanted to talk about before we go into segments? No. This is
3: the um, world's most
4: perfect film. I actually film.
1: had a critique. I fucking love this sure, film. Yeah. But I did want to talk about, like, there are a few, like, unnecessary sexual, like, mm-hmm. things in the film that, like as a um, demisexual person might just be my perspective on things, but, like, again, there's, like, an unnecessary blowjob, like, implied. Right, yeah. As well as, like, the full frontal flash, which I felt unnecessary. I understand the incestual bit to explain, like, the fucked-up family dynamic and stuff. I don't approve of it, but I understand why they kept it in. Mm-hmm. But, like, those two specific things, I'm like, those were not really necessary.
2: I agree with you 100% on mm-hmm. that. Um,
4: I also think, like, isn't, like, the... Grave robber guy like a bad dude in real life. I like I did my own research I think, and I like saw some stuff that he posted. That, like, was oh, you I mean Terrence life. Zdunich? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's uh, I I'm gonna trust Tumblr on this one because mm-hmm. there was like a scathing multi-paragraph post like about how like fucked up and transphobic of a person he is.
0: Oof. Yeah.
3: I saw
4: something he posted about um age of consent laws, which was really dodgy. Oh uh, yeah. Ooh. yeah. Ooh.
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: Which is really hard to separate him from his work.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean I was gonna bring up like Rocky Horror yeah, Rocky as a as a recommendation yeah. and the writer of that and the guy who plays Riff Raff is Oh, I was also gonna turf. say
1: Meatloaf being a piece of shit. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Meatloaf is a piece of shit. Yeah. What happened with Meatloaf? What? He's super
0: transphobic.
4: Yeah. No. Meatloaf Fuck you, Meatloaf.
3: Meatloaf can't be trusted
4: i'm finding this out in real time
3: i'm sorry molly it's fine
4: i mean i mean i'd rather know than be like oh i love meatloaf
3: but Um, like do you love meatloaf or do you just like things that meatloaf happens to be a part of that's true i don't know like Like, does meatloaf really add to it for you don't fuck with my brain (laughs) you know i can't form a thought you can't okay
4: and I I have not drinking on episode a lot in a while <laughs> like I'm I've been drinking a lot in a while in general like this is a lot
3: you can tell by drinking being used as the <laughs>
4: verb. drinking <laughs> dropping the G on all my words for sure
3: all right I mean, so sure you let's do seconds. segments
2: yeah, yeah.
4: um uh, what would you do. <laughs> Lauren, would you like to kick it off? I know okay, there's so Okay, can equi- you
1: read that Tumblr post that I sent you first cuz it is very much in context to what I'm going to talk about.
4: I will, but I'm also going to sing the song first. Yeah, Jacob, I- please. What would you do if it were you? You're not even going to give me credit for like making That's it like good. in the yeah. for like motif of the movie. I'm
1: like silently laughing over here. It's Excuse great. you. It, it matches thanks, the guys. movie. Yeah. I, I like did it.
4: that on the spot by the way. I didn't pre-plan <laughs> that. <laughs>
3: Impromptu uh, skills to the max. Lauren sent
4: me this Tumblr post that made me laugh really hard. So about, please
1: read it out loud because it is in context what I'm about to say. I will
4: hold on. Let me find it. Okay, thinking about repo and like fuck Geneco but one, do they do top surgery, <laughs> and two, what are they gonna do if I don't pay? Send the repo man to reattach my boobs. <laughs> and then somebody replied, um, hashtag girl help. Anthony had is sewing my tits back on. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then why would you hide that in the like in r- the text? <laughs> Okay, so <laughs> what would good. I do? First of all, I would absolutely get top surgery and hopefully not get addicted to Zydrate. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as I got fully like healed up, I would submit my job application to be one of those Leather, leather Daddy bodyguards for Amber Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> that is my answer.
0: Nice.
4: God, that's the best answer I ever heard.
1: I mean, look at my outfit, am I wrong?
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> that's a great shirt i i did notice that earlier it's good. my
3: leather i know harness. i was supposed to say yeah. i i clocked the leather strap part of it right. <laughs> my dream is to be a leather daddy but, like i'm not that, that confident <laughs> own it fucking own it
4: um they're wearing a um the shining pattern button down right yeah now with the from hotel, hot topic a very
2: cool pattern
4: very cool outfit
2: yep.
1: and a black um utility kilt
2: yes the kilt is fucking killing it
1: it's very affirming to my non-binary gender <laughs>
2: is that a knife
1: <laughs> it's we we discussed it it's excalibur it's, we it's think. a kilt pin yeah Ooh, nice. they use them to weigh them down and to like hold them in place for the wind that that's rules.
2: cool yeah
3: um i didn't put a lot of thought into what i would do in this movie cause I, um, of course so you wouldn't let me, uh, i'd be the
4: grave robber <laughs> <laughs>
3: are you ready for that
4: <laughs> this is my favorite episode we've ever done <laughs> even more than jennifer's body. yes this fucking rules <laughs> i'm having such a good time oh i actually
1: have more critique of this film that i forgot about Ooh, Go Shit. Ahead. i'm sorry yeah. Go ahead. i was gonna say that like in context we gotta remember this was the time period that everyone loved to hate on um paris hilton similar to like the era with jennifer's body that everyone loved mm-hmm. to hate on like
2: megan fox yeah exactly
1: yeah. And, like, again, also tying back to House of Wax, it was, like, when they did the, like, watch Paris die, Mm -hmm. like, for their ad campaign. How fucked up is that?
0: Yeah, yeah. But
1: all in that same time period. That's true, yeah. Sorry, I forgot that I wanted to talk about
4: that. Mm -hmm. Please do. No, and you're so right for that. And I feel like it's now that we're only just coming out of that, like, culture of the 2000s that Uh people are reflecting on that. And it's it's really interesting to see. But I feel like Paris Hilton is even still, like, separated from that. Like, we haven't gotten to that conversation. We're with, like, getting there, yet. but,
1: like, it's still, like, not fully there. Mm-hmm. It's misogyny in it. <laughs> Toxic masculinity <laughs> ruining the party again. Oh, God.
0: Yeah.
4: But, yeah, I mean, I don't know. And with House of Wax as well the whole like, and we were just talking about this before um, we came in. the whole like watch Paris die mm-hmm. um as
3: the whole hook for the movie
4: it's one of those things like she's like smart enough to be in on the joke oh and, like, I wouldn't the, be I
3: guarantee you she came up with that oh definitely and like still, her
1: like, documentary she talks about how like her on screen persona has like um basically filled her life so much that she really doesn't know who she is off screen anymore and mm-hmm. like that it's really fucked up with her life
2: yeah yeah that's true
1: also, just, like, how, like, um, the troubled teen camp she was forced into multiple times, like, really just, like, traumatized her and, again, like, led to her, like, disassociating from her own life. Mm. Again, highly recommend This is Paris. It's on YouTube. It's an excellent documentary, but she gets real. Yeah.
4: Yeah so sorry what would you what would you do did you say no um but i'm bad at money so if i had to get surgery which i probably fucking would i got a lot of body problems um i would inevitably default on my loans and get my shit rocked by some repo man (laughs) which honestly is that hot do I need to look inward and like reflect on that? Can I mean, I have another podcast.
1: I have another podcast I can recommend to you privately for that.
4: <laughs>
1: no, for real though, it's a good BDSM podcast. Oh my God, stop. Um,
2: Samantha?
3: I'm having a hard time because this simply can't be me. <laughs> Molly, please don't choke. You You're just want to dip out of this? Like you know, I genuinely i am like, yeah, hey, just go ahead and kill me off. I'm not <laughs> participating in this society irish goodbye out of
0: this
3: (laughs) second the shit goes downhill i'm like all right separatist in the woods i think that well the thing is like i keep saying like oh that can't be me but like in this society it seems like it's everybody so like it's not like you can really escape it like there's we don't see examples of people who aren't caught up in it so it's like i would probably just end up getting caught up in it and then the second i default i'd be like yeah just fucking take me out i'm not dealing with this bullshit (laughs) (laughs)
4: On the other hand, Pavi Largo, if you're (laughs) you're free. Sure. (laughs) All right. I I, got to do some reflecting. (laughs) I think after this, I'm going to do some soul searching. Uh,
2: What's our next segment? The award? The acting award. Oh!
4: Oh! On this podcast, we like to give out an acting award. We have three tiers. The first tier being the Jared Padalecki Acting Award for Excellence in Acting, given to a good movie in which we want to reward an actor for doing a good job in a good movie. Uh, second tier down is the Mishioker Award. Uh, you, you tried your best. It's a pretty middling film, but we still want to recognize an actor's achievements in cinema. And <laughs> the lower tier is the Jensen Accolade. You tried your best in a shitty movie award. Um, it's not a good movie, but you still want to recognize one special actor that really you know did the most. I can start. Um, I'm giving this movie a Jared because it fucking rules and I'm giving that Jared to Paris Hilton, baby.
3: I second that vote. I knew that's where that was going, yeah.
1: Excuse me. No, I'm fine let me with explain. it. I knew that's where it was going. Let, let me, find me go fucking explain. She was given a fucking golden raspberry for her like Ugh. role in this film, which, yeah. let me explain, is like... Um, the equivalent of an award for the worst performance ever for a year mm-hmm. which like they didn't fucking understand the assignment she fucking
3: killed this role and like this is the very least I can do to make up for that I'm sorry Paris I don't think I think the Razzie's sometimes kind of don't understand their own award um, you're right I'll say that because <laughs> I'll, I'll even defend that no this isn't the performance that should get a Razzie uh,
2: uh... I mean, I'm giving it to Jensen. Unfortunately,
0: God damn it! Um, <laughs> I'm also giving it to Jensen
3: if that helps. Uh, I I was gonna give it to the dad because I thought he was actually pretty, pretty good. good. I don't
2: hate any like most of them. I like uh their acting's pretty good. Probably like Blind Mag. I'd give it to him. yeah really she's Sarah Brightman. Yeah, yeah.
1: Fair enough. I Fair respect enough. that. Um, I what's don't remember next? our fucking segment <laughs> um,
2: villain ranking is there a villain Capitalism?
1: all of the men are undoubtedly villains of this film <laughs> the women did nothing wrong <laughs> except for Paris Hilton who's a girl boss but that's fine
4: God, girl bossed a bit too close to the sun am I right
1: no you're fucking right I
3: guess like what is it Ginko
1: as Co. a company
3: I'm into that I'd be so fucking we down can, to do that yeah I mean we can say that uh. <laughs> you're so not into this Oh, uh, I see.
1: You're phoning it in.
3: <laughs> How do you spell gene code?
1: G-E-N-C-O. Yes, thank you. One word, no hyphen. Yeah. Yep. Potentially a capital C. Oh, you're oh, going to fucking hate me.
2: Not.
3: Okay. Um, I can say I have it clocked in at third to last. God damn it. It's fine. Like I consider it to be in this world, obviously, a very powerful company, and they take it over. It's just like... um. There's a lot of vampires in our lineup right now. Oh, so. fuck! You're right. They're I'm currently in that like backlog right yeah. now, so can confirm. But yeah, that's all I got. It's 2008, right? Yeah. I.
4: I got mine. Um, I got mine at a cool four. <laughs> oh, God. Fuck up! I love this movie. Um, uh, beat out only by my top three: Akasha from Queen of the oh, Dam. No, that's gonna be a tough beat. That's a movie I really love. The Thing from The Thing and Brundlefly from The Fly. He just beat out Jerry from Fright Night. But I honestly, I think the corporation aspect, I could use a whole like fucking series about like I this love, entire corporation.
1: I love that you say you hate body horror and then your top lists are body horror. I don't mm-hmm. hate body horror.
4: It just scares me the most.
1: Okay, but that should imply you hate it. No.
4: No. <laughs> I'm a... No. Lord, one thing about so me. So you're a masochist. I'm a <laughs> No.
2: Um oof. This is hard. Okay, I'm gonna put the company Gene Co. at number eleven on my list. Um, which is underneath Psycho Gorman and right above Becky from their watching. Um Yeah, I have all of the vampires above that and oh, yeah. uh, the blob and the thing and Fly, and the color from color out of space.
3: Nice. Uh do we do ratings? Wait, Lauren, how do you what do you think? I know you don't have
4: yeah, like a ranking, but what do you to... think
3: about um
4: like Gene Co. as a villain figure. <laughs> I think it's
1: a little close too close to reality and with like the current like economic and like medical health system here in America, like we're five steps away from it actually happening. Mm. So Yeah. Not well as much. difficult to watch as like um handmaiden's tale but like it's definitely in that realm of like a little too close to home right mm-hmm.
4: I yeah. really don't think like and I know it's fiction and I know it's like oh this is like a world we can never imagine but like when you think about again like how I mentioned earlier the real life um, implications of this of people who can't afford medical treatment and um, the corrupt companies who exploit these people like it's not an reality. like it's mm-hmm. very true Right. Um. Like you can fictionalize and like dystopian it all you want. Like it's still a real problem.
2: It's just real, real life, but more violent. Exactly. Like
4: we're heading there.
2: Yeah. 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 Um. So, what are we rating it out
0: of?
4: Ooh, this is the section where we get to just list nouns. Little glass vials. Is that what you just said? That's what I said. (laughs) Scalpels. (laughs) Um, impaled
1: eyes. God. I, I want to vote for uh, little glass vials, though. I do like little glass vials. <laughs> yeah, oh, little like glass is so good. Bibles. Yeah, yeah. i It's like such a Aesop's fable type, <laughs> which is actually what they like channeled towards when writing that song. Huh?
2: Yeah, yeah. I know. It it does remind me of. Do you know the Muffin Man? The no, Muffin Man. No, that's literally part man. of what
1: they were like going towards when they were writing that song. Yeah,
2: yeah. It it reminds me of
0: that. Um, Molly,
1: you need to watch the like director's commentary with me sometime. I want
4: to, so fucking bad. Time and date. Time and date. We'll make this happen. We'll yes. work on cosplays together. Yeah. Um just Deep. for the pod, I am working on my chainsaw man costume right now. In case you guys <laughs> call need call back date. <laughs> <laughs> I and, also will be recommending chainsaw. Man.
1: And I'm working on my Raz from Psychonauts cosplay. Yes. I'll I'll explain why I fucking love that in the recommendations corner. Okay.
2: Um, oh, we you should go do. first so that we can end positive.
4: <laughs> <laughs> You're not fucking wrong. <laughs> Sam Fine, has been I go sitting ahead. here fucking taking it this whole episode.
3: <laughs> I, okay, so technically on Letterboxd, I have it as a one out of five stars. So in our rating scales, it will keep, be getting two out of ten uh, little glass You vials. didn't change your mind? Huh? no (laughs) i have failed i actually almost rated it it lower but i decided that its effects and set design were good enough to warrant Mm -hmm. two stars for me Did you genuinely not have fun watching this with us no i hate this movie i had fun with y'all like i it's great and i love seeing the passion uh i just genuinely hate this movie and it's nothing against anything and anybody involved or anybody that likes it it's just some movies aren't for some people this movie was not for me right um but, yeah, I do think the set design and the um, effects and even, like, some of the makeup and costume were, like, really, really awesome and cool. Um, I hate that they used a blur and ruined half of it, but whatever. That's <laughs> there just were me. some
2: weird, like, visual choices in terms of, like, filters yeah. and, like,
3: blurs again, and stuff. Again, yeah, don't hold it against some... anybody else involved. Just not my film. It's a there very
1: were... polarizing movie.
2: There were even... a couple, like, flashbacks that were, like, just out of focus completely. It was weird.
1: Again, that's how you know it's like in the past tense. And like
4: this is a cult movie for sure. Uh-huh. And I think even interesting enough like among like the demographic of people who really like uh, cult movies appeal to. And I would say like you're a part of that Yeah, like I'm de- I'm a cult movie like fiend. It's either like a you fucking love this movie, you'll mm-hmm. defend it to the death or it's just the worst thing you've ever seen. Like there's it, it's this isn't a movie that you could watch and be like, "Okay, I have a middling opinion." <laughs>
1: Can confirm.
2: So I'm gonna give it five little glass vials out of ten.
4: Harish has done the impossible, (laughs) and he has a middling opinion. (laughs)
2: Because, like, as I mentioned at the beginning, if this weren't a musical, I would probably love it. Like everything, like the sets are great. Like a lot of the singers are good singers. Um, the people, the the like design of everything and the CG and everything, the story is cool. Um, I like the the comic segments, Um, but the music, it's just like the music is annoying enough to me that it ruins the whole movie for me. So it's not really enjoyable for me to watch. But like, so if they had just like either made the music more to my liking, or if it was just like a straight up, just like a normal movie, not a musical, then I think I would like it a lot more. Um but yeah, so five <laughs> five out of ten.
4: I'm gonna give it um a ten out of ten. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love this movie. Like not ironically. I think it's great. And um I was talking about this, I've said this so many times, I think. Um like intent versus impact. Mm-hmm. Um this movie, I agree with every single thing that's bad about this movie. Like I don't think it's well filmed, I don't think it's I don't think the singing's good, I think the performances are middling. Um, on every level I this should be a movie I hate. For whatever fucking reason. It checks every single box of shit that I love. <laughs> like I I it's just awesome. This movie fucking rules. I cannot wait to watch it again. I'm obsessed with this
3: movie. I it's, can't wait to You're welcome on every get, now that we've done it on the podcast, I literally have <laughs> i have no <laughs> excuse you, to ever watch this again <laughs> lauren i
1: tip my hat to you thank you for the i was the one rec. who convinced you to watch it i was yes. not the first to recommend it though
4: no i'm so glad i'm so glad you did um yeah it's just like perfectly weird and it like hits all of my niche interests like just right it's awesome
0: lauren okay
4: molly you're gonna have
1: issue but i'm giving it a nine out of ten That's fine. i don't care Mostly for like the unnecessary sexual comment content that's filler, and also mm-hmm. fuck you, Terrence Zadunich. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. like, Paris Hilton did not deserve that raspberry, right? And that's the only reason it lost a point.
2: Yeah, cool yeah so recommendations oh
4: do you god
1: want to start? um give me a second i have an actual piece of paper to pull out here which is like two-thirds full i am not kidding lauren is well,
4: coming for our fucking necks on this
3: list. how many podcast? does everyone because like if everyone only has a couple i have two we should just do ours first okay you have two and, um, and a half
2: well I, I mean i mentioned rocky horror yeah uh, I oh, I need to cross off some shit then because
3: it might overlap. <laughs> That's like why. Um, Does anyone get pen? Cool. We'd get our yeah. piece in.
2: But I only have two. Other than that, it's um, one movie that I like and one movie that I don't like. Uh, we recently just watched Prisoners of Ghostland, which yeah. is in theaters right now. Did not like it. Um, it's a what? Nicholas. Yeah. Shut
3: the fuck up. Molly, it's not good. <laughs> I've seen. It. I saw it at
4: fucking Sundance. Yeah, I know yeah. it's not good. Hold
2: I didn't on. like it.
4: <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, Prisoners of the Ghostland.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
4: um okay sorry i heard this from the other room and i had to come thundering in. you didn't like it no you didn't like the one scene that i had been like talking up for years and years and years i don't even know what scene you're talking about
3: i lost one arm and one testicle actually that like grinded my gears because it was so (laughs) unnecessary (laughs) that movie just felt like they were like yep yeah put that, it in there
2: that's another thing where like i i generally like like all the set stuff and like the costumes and stuff but just the movie was i just did not connect to it at all and so Again, i don't like it i
3: get it i get why people like it i've heard a lot of good things about it it's yeah. not for us i have never felt less connected to you <laughs>
4: <laughs> oh my god, I loved that. I thought it was so fucking stupid and weird. There's
2: it is not stupid not and weird, but i it's not just not, not, not a the story way that and a point it works it. for me. Yeah.
3: Continue with your ex.
2: Um, but my <laughs> other recommendation is A Series of Unfortunate Events, the movie... Which I love. I also like The TV show, I, I haven't watched the whole TV show. I've, it's
0: fucking good.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I've watched um, the first few episodes, but I never got around to finishing it. And it is good. The movie, like, everyone hates it because it's different from the books. But I love the movie because I initially hated it, right? Like, when I first watched it, when it came out, um, I was a big fan of the books. And I hated the movie because it, like, diverged so much. Um, and it was just, like, too silly for me. And then I rewatched it, like... Late in high school, and I loved it because the sets are so good. Yeah, the sets and are really good. The like
3: acting, Casting. yeah. yeah it's, uh-huh. Jim it's, Carrey tore that role up. It's,
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just over the top enough to work, and like it just worked for me the second time that I watched it, and I I really love that movie. Um, so that's another recommendation.
1: Completely agree. They're both great in their own ways. Yeah.
3: Um, I only had a couple. I had um, sorry, The Crow the crow yeah yeah harish you kept saying this movie without music and i was like the crow <laughs> like, <laughs> i know the plot of the crow is very different but that's what you would be getting so if you like The Crow, i
2: I don't know like it yeah i i i'm also mediocre on the crow but <laughs> but, but like i also really like the sets and stuff and guys that. i
4: like the crow now. i know
1: you, you know i've yeah. um, still yet to seen it but like because it's also technically a true crime i really need to mm-hmm
3: it's like fine. Yeah. You 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 I'm think like it's going to be crime expert for this. Now I guess You think it's going to be really yes. good, but it's like there's something lacking in it. Um I saw And the also crow. it's kind of depressing to watch.
4: I saw The Crow, didn't have a great time in the moment while I was watching it. Thought about it after and I was like, yeah, I like The Crow.
3: Um <laughs> I wanted to <laughs> I sucker punch. <laughs> there was a moment in this movie where I said, "I'm getting sucker punch vibes here." And Molly looked over and like <laughs> shot darts through me with with their eyes like, "I feared for my life but I also said it on purpose Sam I'm gonna fucking kill you (laughs) I can confirm this did happen sucker punch vibes (laughs) happened for me I fucking
4: I have never I still defend Molly
3: genuinely
4: I have never felt like this much like of a divide between us I think this might roll our friendship back a little bit I also
3: wanted to recommend Little Shop of Horrors because that's an example of a really stupid like campy thing yeah. It's made way better. <laughs> um, even like the like all of it is so silly. You have you have like weird characters that are like addressing the audience. You have like all these kind of dynamics, and it just works better, in my opinion. Um, and then lastly, I kept bringing up Moulin Rouge because I think mm-hmm. that this move. Mu- I don't think this musical would have some elements if they did not watch Moulin Rouge. I will say that. Uh, And I won't go much further There was just a lot that I saw that I was like yeah. That is straight out of Moulin Rouge And I'm not saying sure. Moulin Rouge invented it But knowing the background of it being a stage production And how long it ran It kind of tracks about to where Moulin Rouge was coming out And just kind of like I don't know I think that they drew a lot of inspiration from it mm-hmm. um, The whole climax is Moulin Rouge
4: <laughs> <laughs> Just for context about the Sucker Punch bit Sucker Punch is one of my least favorite movies okay. Um, Have you seen it? I can't remember. Oh, Molly hates it. It's, like, genuinely one of the worst movies I've ever seen. <laughs> Zack Snyder did it. Fucking awful. Um, I got a few recs. Uh, I'll start out uh, Mr. Nobody. Just in terms of, like, um, futuristic visuals, Um, I thought it was... Que- I don't know why I recommended that. I actually scrapped that. Blade Mr. Runner. Nobody. <laughs> Just futuristic visuals in general. General. The um, recommendation I really liked, actually, was We Happy Few, the video game. You, hmm.
0: I,
1: I gotta cross that off my list. Oh, yo, 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 yo. No, it's all good.
4: I haven't played it yet, and I want to, but I'm really bad at video games, so I'm scared to start, but it's the video game I've been obsessed with since I saw, like, the promotional teaser for it, like, years and years ago. The whole premise is you're dropped off. It's, like, dystopian 1960s post-war, maybe, not. Ni- yeah, 1960s-ish post-war um, you're dropped off in this town and everybody takes this drug called joy to like feel huh. really happy and they all wear these white masks where they're all smiling to like hide their it definitely
1: real causes hallucinogenics as well it does well. Nice. the drug like
4: makes you hallucinate that things are different so there's this one scene in the very beginning um, where they're like at an office and they're like we're having a pinata here come bash the pinata oh, and have some seed. candy and um the character like the joy wears off and he sees that they're actually just bashing a rat and eating the guts so it's stuff like that and visually the whole like um White masks relates really well to like Pavi. um, The aesthetic just really
1: hits fucking hard. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Um, Markiplier has a really good let's play of it that completes it. It's really fun because like I
4: I can't again I'm terrible at video games, but I like was so invested in the plot of this one I watched through like um. I actually have a recommendation
1: that's because of a let's play of his as well, but I'll get to that later.
4: Nice. (sighs) Sorry. No, 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 no. You're fine. Um, the Uglies book series. If you're. Did you ever read these? No. Oh, I have no idea. That's a classic. Scott right Westerfield fucking snapped on those. Um, it's like a society where everybody gets plastic surgery when they turn like 16 or oh, 17. Oh,
1: like that one Twilight Zone episode.
3: Yeah, kind of. But and if they
4: turn that into a four-part series.
3: Okay, i heard like, of de- it. People defect and like run away and kind of get like banished. When they, no, I've definitely they
1: heard that. of this, but I've never read it
4: myself. Oh my God, that, it
3: holds up. They, they changed my life. God, <laughs> same.
4: The hold that those books had on me <laughs> when I was in middle school. Full grip. Grip. Um but just like a, a surgery obsessed society and like it's cool it's like a good book series genuinely I gotta say, if we're as long as we're recommending movie musicals, you know what I'm about to say. Um, Across the Universe, which I saw at At
3: Sammy Zimmerman's 13th birthday party. (laughs) I saw it Sammy Zimmerman's another callback. Yes,
4: everybody, everybody fucking knows that I saw it at Sammy Zimmerman's 13th.
1: Again, I'm far enough in the backlog (laughs) now.
4: Oh my god! But yeah, just I'm always gonna recommend if it's a fucking musical. (laughs) Oh my god.
0: Okay, Lauren.
1: I'd love to hear yours. Um, well, in that I've managed to only cross two off of Yo, my list, so nice. I'm sorry, nice. my ADHD brain is gonna like literally go through everything I've like associated with this. No, no fucking worries. Sweats. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, top of the list is dread. Like Judge Dredd. Yeah. Okay, yeah, sweet. That's Which good. is like
3: solidly an g- excellent movie. I can't believe I didn't think about that. We actually just recently watched it's that. It's a good ass
4: movie.
2: It's directed by the director of Annihilation and Ex Machina. Oh,
3: cool.
4: Oh, Ex Machina is uh, fucked Garland. up and it's also on my list. I love yeah. Ex Machina. Fuck. Uh, that's
1: for like that's the psychological manipulation mm-hmm. on my list. Um, Minority Report. Not yeah, familiar, but yeah. yeah. I, that I yet. mean, I'm familiar with it. Oh, but it's, it's I good. I really like good. it. It's good.
2: Yeah. I like. We should watch it sometime.
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, Sweeney Todd, obviously. Nice. Yep. Um, Hostel two, because it's an excellent revenge plot. It's Hostel one's terrible. Hostel two is actually pretty good. Good to know. Um, American Mary, because it's a horror film about um, extreme body modification, which mm-hmm. is actually really good. The ending kind of like was boring to me. I didn't like the ending, but like the entire rest of the film is excellent.
2: I've seen half of it. The chick it from Ginger good.
1: Snaps is American Mary. Go. Yeah. Didn't Brent almost pick that? Yes. yes, I yeah, think it was on the But like highly recommend that movie. It's excellent. Not a people, n- not enough people have watched it. Um, House of Wax, mm-hmm. obviously. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I love that movie. Oh, it's so good. Again, if you see it without like the bias against t- Paris Hilton, it's an excellent movie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Silence of the Lambs for the face swapping
0: fuck yeah <laughs> people
1: right. forget that happens. that's true yeah and for that scene where also, he straight
4: up looks like hannibal that you pointed yeah, out he looks
1: um, just like him i will acknowledge it is pretty transphobic under today's lens but yeah, it's still a solid absolutely. movie it was one of my favorites as a child which really explains a lot about myself <laughs> <laughs> um the woman in black series both of them again excellent revenge plot okay um let's see here uh devil's carnival which was made by The same theater troupe that made Repo. It's actually a two-part movie series. Um, It's Devil's Carnival and then Alleluia Devil's Carnival, where like the uh, hell goes to war with the heaven, basically. And I'll say the music might be actually better for this, but the story isn't as good as Repo, in my opinion. Everyone has their the right to their own opinion. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Oh. This one is also like a recommendation to the pod. Um, if you ever want to do a 420 episode, Reefer Madness would make an excellent episode. Yes. <laughs> we've seen Reefer Madness. We've seen Reefer- okay, but well, it would make an excellent episode. We watched the
2: uh, like Riff Tracks version, so it was That's entertaining. A thing. Yeah. yeah, Yeah. It's just like they tra- basically riff we, on it while we're they're gonna watching it. We're going
3: to do Reefer Madness, and then we were like, no, we think we're going to be really bored watching this, so we did the Riff Tracks version instead. <laughs> Fair enough. Thanks for the rec.
4: I will um, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen it yet, so I'll have oh, to watch it's, it. Oh, it's
1: it's really fun, but you got to watch it as a satire because none yeah. of it. It's basically propaganda. It's literally a PSA. Like, yeah, it's, li- it's that's literally what yeah. it is. I love propaganda. <laughs> yeah, that's all. But it like is. making it like a like hilarious like false information type propaganda. Yeah.
0: Nice.
1: Um. So, uh, Gaslight, like the film that actually coined mm. the term Gaslight, which is really good and like th- right. think actually holds up to like today's lens. But like again, good movie. Um, ooh, Hard Candy cuz Elliot Page is amazing. It is yes. like their first like big name film that they were in and like legitimately fantastic like revenge plot and psychological manipulation and like it'll fuck you up.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Lovelace, which like again, underrated movie. Amanda Siegfried plays Linda Lovelace and it's like set in like a three-parter almost or no two-parter because like it starts out basically as like the general like omniscient perspective and like doesn't know the exact like details of anything and then it goes back as her perspective and sees all the emotional abuse and shit but like it's a really fucking good movie and people don't appreciate it as it should be um and then Devil Wears Prada, cause like Paris Hilton's serving like a Meryl Street like girl boss vibes at the end of the <laughs> yes. film. Yeah. Um Saw Two cause Del- Darlin- Darren Lynn Bozeman was also working on Saw Two at the same time that this film was being made. Mm-hmm. Um and then American Murder Song is another um movie. Or is it play? I forget which. Uh, Either way, the same theater troupe that worked on this also is making American Murder Song, which I think is like old timey, like true crime, but like as a musical.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
1: it's complicated okay i'm moving on to tv now yes um i'm gonna recommend the act again for the psychological manipulation it is so fucking hard to watch it is so good though i haven't finished it and it's been over a year for me
4: um Uh i would like to recommend that direct that recommendation specifically at our friends at one star podcast who are um vehement joey king um oppositionists (laughs) (laughs) so quinn and lauren that one was for you
1: um haunting of bly manor again for yes. that like ex- um excellent revenge plot by the lady in the uh, the trunk mm, yeah oh,
3: what a good like tv also, series Also like creepy mm. face stuff oh yeah true i yeah, forgot
1: about that yeah. um okay i'm going to preface this one by it's super problematic by today's lens um but nip tuck i watched it all mm. the way through pandemic uh like quarantining um it is not good, but as someone who's obsessed with medical drama and like, I,
3: I worked my way through it because I had to finish it. Um, that was like huge back in the day when it was first happening. Well, it was though. a Ryan Murphy production. Yeah, like it yeah. was massive. Like I remember my mom like didn't miss an episode of Nip Tuck. It's really super, good, yeah. but it's so bad. Yeah. Also, like I, I will stand for Rosie,
1: Rosie O'Donnell as well.
3: Me too, actually. I, I she was my
1: childhood out. idol. All of my childhood idols ended up being gay. For the facts, <laughs> um, okay. Other TV show. Uh, if you're looking for a better alternative to RuPaul's Drag Race, I will recommend Dragula. Yes, yes, uh-huh. yes, 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 yes. It yes. is so much better. And at one point, one season, a drag king actually wins in and it. Is fucking awesome. It's awesome. Wow. Um, okay. Last one of TV uh, is an anime. Actually, I'm going to recommend for the aesthetics Akadama Drive, which is from this current year. Um, it has that same like dystopian classes, like class divide like grunge but also neon like future like aesthetics there's also like a train that is also weirdly part of the religion of the country and also a nuclear holocaust is part of it hmm. it is a fucking wild ride of an anime and i highly recommend it um
4: watching yeah. this literally when everyone leaves my house <laughs> Okay, awesome.
1: final section is games yes. i only have two for this Okay, so this first one has nothing to do with the movie, but like I gotta stand for this because, like, the first game came out in 2005. It was literally my favorite as a child. The second game came out in September of this year. You know how fucking long I've been waiting for this game? Wow. It is called Psychonauts. It is an amazing game series. It is about this. OK, so the first ge- game, this child like sneaks into a camp for psychokinetic children. And like at some point, like one of the camp counselors starts stealing the brains of the children and putting them into war machines. And part of the game is that like you go into people's like physical versions of their like um, personalities by throwing a like door onto their like foreheads and like actually physically going into their brains. Wow. So each like personality is like a completely different aesthetic based on the person and it is an amazing like very conceptual game and it is so unique and more people need to know about this fucking game series yeah
0: that like really i cool. will
4: force people to play this game if necessary <laughs> it is amazing um i remember them telling me about this um at work one day and i thought it was something i like looked it up and it seems like something you guys would be yeah like, i'm looking
2: to. it up right now it
1: is so much fun <laughs> like please play this game, game please like if you play this game please tell me about it i need more people to like gush over this game about Yeah. Well, two games, but honestly, the second game also I feel like holds up to the hype for how much long I've been waiting for this um okay the second game i only know because i watched a let's play by markiplier it's called captive audience it like also kind of has that like psychological manipulation this guy's like held against his will and is like the like host of like a like live tv like segment thing where like one of the first episodes is like he's doing like a cooking segment and stuff it's just like him in like an apartment type deal but then Mm -hmm. he's like hold against his will in like a like studio room uh, behind the scenes as well oh my god and like he's trying to basically escape and like get back to his wife and shit but then he's also like falling in love with like someone who he shares an air vent with basically and there's some excellent plot twists i'm not going to reveal because like i know you guys aren't pro spoilers (laughs) but like again it goes along the like very um psychological manipulation vibes and i just felt it felt like an appropriate um recommendation for this and that is the end of my list.
4: Nice. Hell, fucking yeah! Oh, that was a really yeah. Good Lauren came like to a take little... all of our jobs yeah, today. That was
1: right. a really good I list. took this a little too serious. I'm <laughs> no, seriously, I'm we sorry. We haven't worked yeah, that great. hard on lists in this months.
4: Is, this is excellent. This has been genuinely, I think, one of the most fun episodes yeah. I've ever done in my life. This has been a fucking blast. You've been absolutely incredible. Yeah, well, obviously yeah,
3: one great. of the most well prepared like guests we've ever had, if not the 100%. most. <laughs> i take things too seriously because <laughs> no. i want to be
4: good this was great
3: yeah this was a yeah. good episode like yeah, i was. i fully think that like i wish i worked so hard <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> 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 well it's not my Do full-time you? job you did such a good job
4: <laughs> yeah they really blew you out of the water
3: yeah <laughs> Look, the shade did, of it all did we agree no did Lauren still do a great job? Yes. yes.
4: Lauren fucking body.
3: <laughs> Thank you for having me. Can't wait girl. to have I you feel on next very week. Can yeah, yeah. <laughs> I please come back?
1: Yes! yes fucking of course. Yes, oh, that. I'm so happy. <laughs>
2: Did you wanna plug any social media or anything? Um,
1: well, I will plug my letterbox and my instagram are both made by ltj i have an i have a tumblr but i'm not going to share that on air i will share it with the host though
3: yeah we don't we don't, sh- we, don't we don't talk about,
1: tumblr, <laughs> we don't talk about tumblr. Molly. <laughs> molly and i have been there, so. like we don't talk about m night Shyamalan's avatar
4: yeah <laughs> we also don't talk about that oh um, my God. um you can follow me on twitter and letterboxd at midsummer queen you can
2: follow me at not a credit card on everything
3: you can get me at Save Our Shaggy. That's a scooby reference on everything.
2: And you can follow the show at Tipsy Terror on Twitter, uh, tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com, and um, tipsyterror.com, tipsyterror.rip, tipsyterror.wtf, tipsyterror.pub. Dot pew! pew! <laughs> <laughs> and uh, those are websites where you can find all our links. And that's it. Bye.
0: Bye. Bye. Bye.